I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Your mom is so fat. How, How fat, fat is she? she? Oh, <laughs> your mama is so big and fat that she can get busy with 22 burritos, but times are rough. I've seen it in the back of Taco Bell with handcuffs. Oh, the sad fat. Your mama smoked crack. Uh, hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I didn't realize it was a sing along or I'd have jumped in too. My bad, Patrice. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, it's a chorus there. I, Cause I don't see the lyrics. So, oh man, the far side, man. Those, those nerds. I love the hell out of those nerds, man. They got me through high school with a bunch of songs about, uh, playing the dozens, smoking weed and getting rejected by women. I was like, I can relate to all of these. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you guys should be familiar with the voice that you heard opening up the show. I mean, she was here last week. She's been here several times before. But, uh, it's, uh, Patrice C, uh, from HelenHeartaches.com. And of course, follow her on Twitter at Patrice C. How you doing, Patrice? How was your week? I'm doing good. It's good. We finally have spring in New York, which was a problem. We didn't have it before. So. No, spring, <laughs> spring come down here and then it slowly moves up there. Yeah. It creeped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was excited about spring for all of about five minutes because I was like, yeah, spring, baby. I can put my shorts on. I walked outside and tree jizz was everywhere. Oh, was wasn't it? It was all yellow and shit. Uh, I was like, I refuse to wash my car until this shit passes. I'm not washing it to blink my eyes and it all back on there again. Oh, my God. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's better than being cold. I, I assume. Uh, how hot is it getting up in New York right now? Um, we hit the 70s yesterday. It wasn't bad. Today it's a little bit gray, but it's not cold, which was the problem. It was cold and like hinting at snow all the time, which was not cool in April. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, uh, I, I know global warming affects us all in different ways that scientists understand. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm sure I just blame it all on global warming at this point. You like, it's, yeah. it's too cold. Global warming. Damn, it's hot. Global warming. <laughs> Ooh, it's windy. That global damn warning. <laughs> yeah. I don't, warming. <laughs> I don't know warning. the rule. No, it ought to be a warning to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, that's good, man. I'm glad uh, everything's going okay with you, man. And, um, anything going down over hell and heartaches right now that. Um, just the normal stuff. I I had a busy mail day yesterday, so there'll be some products and stuff I'm reviewing in the next week, if they make any sense to review. Some of them, like I got some soup in the mail. I was like, I don't even know how you manage to send soup in the mail. (laughs) I might just do a whole post talking about that. I don't even want to eat the soup. (laughs) Was it was it a a Ziploc bag of soup? Uh, No, was was... it overnight to you? Yeah, it was like it was like in those um uh, vacuum bags. I just got (gasps) a box full of soup. Oh wow! No, no. So I'm like, did someone send me soup or did a company send me soup? Yeah, I assume that was boxed up or in some type of can. can. That's what my assumption was, well, too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, somebody homemade some soup. Well, well, man, well, Patrice is on the list. Let's send 18 packages of it. Yeah. Of soup. Yes. Yeah. Just microwave this bag for two to three minutes and uh, <laughs> pour it out and uh, you got soup. So, um <laughs> Yeah, well, that's cool, man. Like, what kind of stuff do you review normally? Like, uh, um, well, I got a whole bunch of hair stuff because there's nothing better on the internet than being a brown girl. You get mm. all kinds of hair crap because everybody knows that brown women will spend some money on hair goop. And yeah. so I got a whole bunch of hair goop that I'm going to try out in the next week. Um, uh, uh, some electronic stuff that I have to figure out what it is. 
and uh, <laughs> lotion. <laughs> lotion. And lotion. Okay. I'm always happy to get lotion. Yeah, it can't be ashy. It's spring. No. Yeah. No. These are all three black things, too. The hair. Yeah, no. Technology. <laughs> lotion. I, 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 I agree. I need to start putting my name out there. So I can I, I know. So I'll send you an email about that. I'm, I'm talking to you guys now from the computer they sent me. So What? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. We oh, need to go. Oh, yeah. no. I need to get some of this white people money. They just know. giving it away. That's why I just I if if the internet was a car I just drive by Black Twitter. Black Twitter has no money right now. They don't want to talk to people. <laughs> I will tell all of nice white Twitter about this lovely Asa S7 that I am computing on right now, and that's why it works. You gonna um, you gonna go by and wave and blow your hump. Beep beep. See y'all later. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a smart car too. It's yeah. Not even a luxury. You in a hybrid? That's what I'm talking about. Patrice gonna, Patrice gonna drop off that leftover soup. Like ah, uh, yeah. Y'all. y'all can have all of this. <laughs> Uh, three bags of soup please um well um it's good i'm I'm glad you're doing good man and uh, of course if you hear patrice on the show and and, and it's during that time of the year when game of thrones is on then you already know what that means we're gonna start off the show talking about dim thrones uh the game of thrones uh show you know it was a new episode um they kind of got into some things that uh i've been waiting on you know first episode They opened up kind of, I won't say slow, but they opened up kind of, uh, I say even pace, like just here, let's catch you up on this guy. Let's catch you up on that. And I was like, that's cool, but I need me some, uh, I need me some drama and I need me some, some swashbuckling and some dire wolves and stuff like that. And we finally got into it this, uh, this second, uh, show. So, um, first, uh, first things first, I'll go with, uh, what was your overall impression of the show, uh, Patrice this week? The ladies showed out. It was about time. I think we started to line up some stuff for things to start happening for the season. And I, I think until you said last week that um, that not a lot happened, that I didn't realize how many characters there are that you have to follow. Mm, like it's, a lot. it's not a simple show. There are a lot of people to follow that are interesting. But yeah. um, I think this week it was uh, it was about uh, Mar- um, Marjorie and her her grandma coming through. Mm. Sort of setting up. They setting up pins. They about to start bowling. That's like <laughs> I, I need Game of Thrones to go ahead and drop some webisodes. Like I've come up with a solution mm-hmm. because before I wanted it to be like com- complete like spinoff films and series, and I know that's not realistic. But right. if I could just get like five to ten minutes of like Marjorie and her grandma just sitting around talking shit about everybody in the yes. palace, yes, I, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, like just give them a podcast. Can they have like mm-hmm. a podcast? <laughs> With a Mar- five minute, five to ten minute show. <laughs> yes. Marjorie and her mom just sitting around like, mm, did you see what Granddaddy Lannister had on today? Because uh, she, her grandmother is the whitest Caribbean woman you've ever seen. Because she, <laughs> in two minutes of meeting Sansa, not even to jump ahead, just this part, in mm-hmm. two minutes of meeting her, she talks shit about everybody in the kingdom and they're offered her a snack. Mm-hmm. Done. And some, che- <laughs> some cheese at that. I said, how you know? appropriate. How yes. appropriate. <laughs> Yeah. It was some fancy cheese too. I didn't recognize Ooh, what was in that bowl. I was like, "What could pronounce it?" Yeah. Um. All right. Let me start for because I, I normally what I do is I go through my tweets and then figure out what happened uh, yeah. during the show. That's how I recatalog, <laughs> which is why I use the hashtag Dim Thrones because uh, not too many people use it. Um. Oh, definitely. Yeah. First things first. Uh, Bron, uh, the little baby. Uh, the, you know, mm. the boy who uh 
uh lost the use of his legs in that fall but he's like really like been having visions he has like these dreams where you can see the future and all this stuff yeah he was in the woods uh with uh, i think her name is osha uh who is I call her lady syphilis <laughs> <laughs> hey lady syphilis is one of my favorite characters on that show she's so fucking dusty though oh she's the dirtiest oh she's like the old dirty bastard of game of thrones just, just grimy and raw like yeah uh-huh. a little little bit put together what's wrong with you yeah i, I feel like there's never gonna you know how some shows they have the, the people that they dress down on purpose and then eventually they have an episode where you're like oh my god she's beautiful i feel like that's never gonna happen with her never not gonna happen <laughs> her and hot water will never meet during Mm-mm. Game of Thrones. <laughs> they was like, her, she, we got to keep her dirty. That, that's a part of her character development. Man, but, uh, so he was having, he woke up from a vision, another vision with the three eyed raven and all this stuff. And a little boy was in his vision, walking around, chilling in the woods, talking to him yeah. and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm, the, you know, if, with all LeBron dreams, you always kind of had this like, is this real or not? And of course it's not real. So, um, he wakes up in real life and they're in the woods. And Osha is like telling him to shut up. The dire wolf that's that's his uh his homie is uh being like is is growling into the woods like somebody's coming. And yep, he's uh, on alert. He's not playing. He's doing that that real. We had to pay all the money for the full view of the wolf. <laughs> CGI growl. Yeah, that, like that. I was every time I see something like that, I'm like, mm, that that costs some money because uh, that's right a, there. <laughs> ain't ain't no natural wolf. Ain't no natural uh, dogs that big. But um. No. <laughs> So he, he's growling into the woods and shit. Osha is like so about it that she just pulls the like, I'll be right back, be quiet, mm-hmm. and just disappears. Like, she's like a living clip song. She just like, she's like, what happened? Wham, wham, be right back. Hold on. And just disappears. Like, I'm telling you, she is, Osha, if, if it was in real life, is who I need to take me to the club and get us in VIP for free. Cause yes, yes. I, I feel like that's what happens if she goes, shh. I'll be right back. And five minutes later, the door opens. You're like, I don't know what happened, but thank you, Osha. Don't ask no questions. Come on in. Yeah. Don't make eye contact with anybody. Don't worry. We just walk straight to the back and we'll get to talk, sit next to Jay-Z. So um, <laughs> she disappears over to the woods and this little, the little boy from the vision shows up and his name is Jojen Reed, J-O-J-E-N-R-E-E-D. And I and he wasn't afraid of that wolf. Mm-mm. Like I think he named. He was like, uh, "Honeysuckle, calm down," or whatever the, the name. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Honeysuckle. "Your name is your name is Buttons." Now sit down, and the the wolf <laughs> chilled out. Um, so that that was cool. And uh, like uh, he he walks right up to uh Bron, Bron and he's like, "Hey man, I'm here for you." Actually, called him by his full name, Brandon, which I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> he was using his government, putting his government in the streets. Um, government all in the woods um but uh he he calls him by his full name or whatever and uh i i immediately noted as soon as they say his name was jojen reed um uh is a nigga naming all these people because yes <laughs> i had i had this thought last week do you know that in an alternate dimension where there are dragons and shit there are more black people than on girls yeah like, that's true like there's That's people true. of color just running up and down in Game and, of Thrones. And like the names on this show, like I'm just looking at the cast list right now. They're very black. I'll, I'll put it in the chat room for all of y'all, but it doesn't matter if they're uh, 
of class. It doesn't matter if they're poor. Mm-hmm. It's they good names. Yes. <laughs> like you could literally find all these names in in the hood. Like even the like Caitlyn Stark is is Lady Stark's name, but it's spelled C A T E L Y N. Wow. Rob Stark has two B's. <laughs> you know, you know what I think what happened? I think when they got in the room, they was like, hey, everybody complained about how black people are not represented well. Mm-hmm. Well, we can at least make our characters have black names. I tell you Go. this much. If I find out that the white dude that's getting all the credit for this stole this shit from a black lady, you heard it here first, guys. You heard uh-huh. it here first. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Wachowskis or whatever already got a uh, old girl for the Matrix, but she got her money. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, she got her money, but I'm saying this could be the same thing. If I find out like some, some lady named like Glendis Wallace out of like South Carolina wrote this shit, I'm gonna be like, see, I told you. You think he was some of lurking around taking notes and shit? Oh, I like that one. Yeah. That one down too. There's a dude named Roderick. My name is Roderick. It's just spelled R-O-D-R-I-K. That's so basic. Only a Negro could come up with that. Wow. That's no. so basic. <laughs> no, no white people are naming their kids this way, man. White kids. And the way they spell Peter. Oh, little fingers sp- actual name Peter. They put a T and some Y's in there. How they spell Peter? <laughs> um, let me, let me look up, uh, let me look up. Yeah, P-E-T-Y-R. Oh my. It doesn't. Oh my! What's where does the Y come from? It 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 comes from the, the Y Af- sound like an E. It comes from the melanin in our DNA, Karen. The only <laughs> fucking <guy> way <laughs> there are no all these people could be running backs for NCAA team right now. We, like if you said, uh, you know, Tyrion Lannister had four hundred yards today I against would the Saints. He was black. I'd be like, oh okay, yeah. He's, I'm gonna look into him. He might be pretty good for fantasy football. Um. <laughs> All right, let me look up some more more of these posts. Um, You're right. Any of them could be playing football. Any of them. Oh, basketball. Patrick Payne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Shaga. (laughs) (laughs) I like this game. (laughs) I like it, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Any of these dudes could could be it, man. Um, So uh, another thing, we finally got to Aria, and uh, that's who Patrice was talking about last week. So we cut to her in the woods, uh, getting her Peter Pan on. Her, her, her crew of misfits look just like, <laughs> just like Peter Pan's crew. They really do. They're just tracing across the woods. <laughs> right. So. We should go here. My granddaddy's a king. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all ain't on the run. <laughs> Next week, they just gonna start believing in each other and they gonna be able to fly. Um, so um they were walking through the woods and they got uh stopped by the brotherhood um who i guess is like this flagless crew of people that uh are just kind of anti they're like revolutionaries and stuff so they happened upon them and um i guess hawkeye was the ultra archer for them because this motherfucker was was right? sick with the bow <laughs> Oh. Y'all play too much with them arrows. You get real close to people's eyes. Like, that's not okay. It's like, get from behind the tree. It's like, nobody move. Thunk. Hey, man, let's get from behind this tree. He's not. <laughs> hey, and they left her out in the cold, too. They were still hiding. And she's like, don't hurt us. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I like, uh, I, forget, I didn't catch his name, but the guy who uh, is the leader of the Brotherhood or whatever. I love, I love how dude was like, um, 
so uh what's a little girl like you doing out here oh and you can tell uh the fat kid and uh the, the gangly boy they can come from behind the woods they can come <laughs> if they try to hide they yeah. can go ahead and step out <laughs> um and uh they they also made they made area uh aria and uh the crew uh you know the last bastard is uh what i call the uh the boy who's who, who was uh used to be a uh what do you call it uh a, weaponsmith i guess yeah um so so uh the, they make them come with them and the arrow dude pulls a trick because they were like uh we don't know if we want to come with y'all and he said you need to move and just shoots an arrow into, into the sky is like yeah if you don't move from that spot you're gonna catch an arrow to the head so um you might want to do that yeah he, he said <laughs> by the time i'm done speaking uh, Which is the most the, tense part. Like, wait, when are you gonna stop? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, "I'm done speaking now." Oh. <laughs> and the oh, arrow. It's like, stop playing, man. This dude got tricks, man. He didn't even pick those arrows back up. Just littering. Um, you know. <laughs> and my favorite line of the whole show was when the three of them are finally accepting they have to walk off, and the arrow man looks at them, the leader and goes, "The whole country's starving, and look at this one." Yes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> no respect the fact he gets absolutely no respect on this show by the way that that also was very west indian uh of him yeah. to pull that especially you knew it was just in earshot because you know he heard it <laughs> he heard it mm. while he was struggling to get over that wall. <laughs> <laughs> like look at this look at this shit um <laughs> that look that little kid gave me the chunk from goonies vibe too you yes. know like <laughs> just, uh i just wanted to see like a trouble shovel or something um Theon, we finally got back to my homie Theon, man. Oh, Theon. Oh, I love watching him suffer so. Oh, Aww. it's really gonna suck if they free him. He was getting tortured, uh, because they want to know who told him to attack Winterfell. Uh, <laughs> and his dumb ass really did go up there and attack by himself. So he was telling the truth and getting tortured into a lie. Like they wouldn't stop until he was like, I did it for my father for his name and it was like, All right, all right, let me Sorry, that word. Yeah. Like we <laughs> they know. had him on some passionate of Christ shit. They had him all strung up and they put nails in his yeah. extremities. They had like a X cross and then they had like some type of drill thing that presses down on your foot and blood was coming out, man. Oh and uh he was he was getting the shit tortured out of him, man, and uh they they got the answer they wanted and then they just tortured him one more time just cause like just they were just fucking him up so good I loved it man um but uh and then someone told him that uh they were gonna free him and that they came from his father's kingdom to to get him out of there but and put the, the, the put the mask right back over his head he was like no but wait 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 you gonna see me now or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he had a he had a hood over his head so he couldn't see and uh the guy comes up and he's like. Hey, I'm from your father. Your father sent me. I'm gonna free you. Uh, I'll be back later on tonight. And he's like, hold on. Why we, why we can't go right now? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> By the way, during that entire scene, in my mind, the, the, the main thought that I had was, Theon, why are you talking so loud? Thank can you, you. Can you whisper a little bit? Damn, dog. If I was this dude, I'd just leave your ass in there and never come back. Like, hey, man, I tried to get him. That nigga was talking way too loud. <laughs> like, you know, you're already going to have a limp when I set you free. So, yeah. you don't <laughs> know how You're going to have to learn how to keep some secrets around here or some shit, man. <laughs> I feel like you one torture session away from giving me away. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, 
that's when we had Hawkeye thing. Oh man. So Shay, like another black name, uh, I love Shay. <laughs> is she's the prostitute that the, the imp, uh, fell in love with and she came to his room even though he not, she's not supposed to be coming to the crib no more, man. She thinks it's a game with daddy Lannister, man. She really does. She thinks she's not a hoe. Like she, she hasn't heard about it. Like I like her brashness of being like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, host, ho, ho schmo. I you know? want to see my man. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just want to go on a date. All right. And, uh, we're going to hold hands and everything. So she comes by the room and, uh, she pretends to be jealous about like Sansa and some other stuff. And, you know, the imp just be letting Shay talk so much shit to him. She got real domestic with him. Like she had like a place to really be mad at him for anything. Talk about you like her? Did you fuck her? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I did. I fucked you. Did not. How much did I pay you? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's before. That was before you, baby. He tried to pull that. Um, but uh, I, I think the M thinks is cute right now. And you know, when you newly in love, all that shit is cute. It is. But then, whenever yeah, you're about don't. when you're about to break up, that's the shit that plays on the rewind. Uh, mm-hmm. the real of like, oh, this motherfucker been crazy the whole time. Like, uh, that's gonna be one of the scenes that plays is her getting mad about him saying Sansa look good, uh, and her sneaking into the room. But, uh, he got, he got fucked. So he seemed to be okay with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I still think something more is gonna happen there. I think there's gonna have to be an ultimatum where Shay ends up getting killed or something because uh, something's gonna have to happen yeah there's a re- he's gonna need a reason to want to fight again yeah and daddy lannister he i cannot emphasize enough he did not seem to be joking no okay. <laughs> last week he hit him with that oh uh one more thing uh if i catch another prostitute in your bed uh, i'm stringing her up and Tyrion even kind of paused like huh well that's Wait, that what? hurt <laughs> <laughs> That seems a bit uncalled for, Father. Even the whores? Um, <laughs> not the whores. So, <laughs> seems so I, excessive. Yeah, that seems a bit uh, over the top. Uh, you, I, I could see the, the layman, but not the whores, Father. Yeah. No. The other two children are fucking each other. What, what is this? You about? know? Um, so yeah, Shay gonna end up dead. Um, then they cut to Joffrey. Uh, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I forgot the first scene, but it was just him giving his mom the business. He um, talked to her like she wasn't shit. Like, if you ain't gonna be queen, I could talk to you any which way. And that used to be his homegirl. Mm-hmm. I think Joffrey's going through puberty. Yeah, well, you know, it's what happens when your mom, uh, babies you to death. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the baby boy syndrome. You know, it's just, uh, he finally getting, he get a little bit of chest hair and now he ready to talk some shit to his mama like she don't know what she's doing anymore. Hey, she wasn't plotting all of this out since the day you were born when she became your mama auntie. Yeah. <laughs> he was, she was tripping. Um, and then he, uh, he also, um, decided that he was no longer wearing flowers for the season. Uh, he wants to look more regal these days. He got to impress them hoes. Um, and, uh, so he was getting tailored the whole time. Then they cut to him later and he's chilling in a room holding mm-hmm. a crossbow. All Just posed sitting there up. Looking, looking like trouble. Just sitting there looking dangerous and he's what? alone. How many hours do you think he looked in the mirror perfecting that pose before calling her in? At least a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he, I feel like he was like, Mm-mm, nah, let me turn this. No, not yet. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is the bow pose being left or the no, right? Hold let on. me. I'm gonna do about twenty push-ups real quick and then <laughs> roll my sleeves up and then have a cut. Then send, send her in, send her in. Um, so Marjorie comes in and Marjorie is so her. slick she is she gonna live forever man she is the opposite of sansa like sansa always right. seems in over her head no matter what the situation is just sansa can you pass the peas he beat me y'all i mean <laughs> <laughs> you remember sansa was an inside cat until all this went down they had her like a house pet yes you can tell marjorie marjorie been outside in the cold and she is not going back yes <laughs> I like fine cheese. Okay? <laughs> I've had it now. <laughs> oh, I've had a chase. I will not go back to peasant food. Yeah. Mm-hmm, no more Velveeta for this bitch. Fine <laughs> <cheese food. laughs> so, so they, they, um, she comes in and he starts asking her about, um, her former king, uh, that she was married to and right. why they couldn't have kids. And, uh, she played it so perfect because she was like, uh, uh he gay. So, mm-hmm. And everybody um, loves a good gossip, so he was mm-hmm. like, for real? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joffrey's whole face changed from like, yeah, you traitorous ass bitch. What? Hold on, he was, where? He was into the dick? Shit. I might outlaw that. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me write that down. <laughs> yeah, he's like, make a note. Note to self. Gay shit. No. Um. <laughs> not while I'm king. Uh, so, uh. Then she uh said that she wanted to go on the hunt with them, and mm-hmm. he asked, "Could she kill like something?" And, and she I like said, that she yeah. said something and not an animal. Mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. did we pick that up? Something <laughs> or someone? She don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you could tell that his dick grew three sizes that day because it did. I <laughs> that crossbow was a metaphor for his penis in that scene because mm-hmm. it was like, uh, well, you can aim it like this, and uh, it's, yeah, it's very easy to load. Uh. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that scene was creepy, uh, cause he's such a fucking serial killer. But, uh, I, <laughs> I was so impressed with how she but played. But that's the card it. that she played. She's like, if you're gonna be a serial killer, guess what? I'm a serial killer too. Watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we both gonna be killing. She like, well, Murder. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a serial killer. Well, shit, let me get the rope. Cause we don't want them mm-hmm. just running around mm-hmm. and shit. We gonna let me keep get, him in let the basement. Me, let me get the axe. We, we gonna, we gonna be sure we do this. Yeah, but she played that shit so perfect, man. Um, the, uh, uh, the other thing, um, too, that I wanted to, uh, I guess kind of save for the end, but I'll go ahead and, well, no, 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 actually, let me talk about this. Dog got captured. The hound. Yes. Um, man, I, I love dog, but something bad gonna happen to him because he does too much and he be trying to act like he not, like he'll be in a situation like he was a prisoner in the last episode and it's really time just to shut the fuck up and he's just like, hold up. What's the what's the Stark bitch doing here? You um, ain't got no loyalty, huh? <laughs> at all. And, and Arya is only like eleven or some shit. He called her a little bitch to her face. That was the part that made me mad. Not even that he turned the like he called it a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she just she that look on her face was like son of a bitch, really? Because you could she's never been called a bitch, like. <laughs> She, she stopped it. She stopped it. Turn around like, uh, Queen Latifah at the beginning of that UNITY video. <laughs> she was like, she was like, uh, uh-uh. mm, I ain't going for this. But, uh, yeah, she was caught. Um, he caught her a little, a bitch in front of everybody. Um, <clears throat> so that was, that was my, uh, like third favorite scene. Um, my second favorite scene 
the uh king slayer yes was back and he was back big he was of course uh brian of tarth is uh still still taking her um yeah still taking it back like this is the longest road trip since fucking trains planes and automobiles she need like a medieval bicycle or something she's been walking for years (laughs) seriously like just everything is just cut to them in the woods and this dude is straight up roasting her like every just you know, every step of the way just she has him on a rope like a dog but he's still the one getting the better of her in this situation it's like it's like the ghost of robin harris just inhabited this motherfucker <laughs> and he's just like you're just a big bitch ain't you you're a, you know ugly ugly bitch like you you be, be lucky to even get a man um, i was just like you know, i sure do feel safe Oh, he, he was calling her stupid and shit because she was like uh looking at this bridge they had to get across the river and he was like oh i enjoy watching you have to consider things like this do we go <laughs> do we go by the bridge which is obviously too public of a route or do we take a chance and cross the river but then the water might catch me and i'll be able to escape hmm, what to do? i'm like damn <laughs> Students ain't asshole. <laughs> what a dick. Stop backseat driving, man. Um, so- he was making jokes to everybody. What was it? He was like, um, if they wanted that one king to stay on the throne, they should have made it out of cocks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just clowning, man. Oh, man, I hope he lives forever. <laughs> like i know i know in this reality like he talks too much shit to stay alive forever right he's to stay alive yeah someone <laughs> gotta kill him because it just no one would keep putting up with this shit but god <laughs> I, I want him to live forever man oh he's talking so much shit so they get across they get on the bridge and they trying to cross and this motherfucker decides he needs a break and just sits down mid bridge in public. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Like if somebody kidnaps me and makes me walk, I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> well, I need a break, dog. I'm tired and um this is a good view. So he just chilled on the bridge and of course uh she goes to get him up and he ripped out one of her swords. She carries two swords. And uh I, he pulls her sword out and and goes it never occurred to me why some knights carried two swords until just now. And she pulled out her sword because she still had one left. And um Lauren Jackson, as I like to call her, uh look it up, WNBA uh center. Um, <laughs> she she proceeded to whoop Jamie Lannister's ass, man. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed, man. I I I was in here rooting like a motherfucker. Uh, just, I, cause I wanted, like, she put up with so much of his shit that I felt like if she would have lost that fight, it would have just, <laughs> it would have just been so sad. It would have, <laughs> but she got him. Yeah, she beat him up, and then her last move, she did a no look, knocked the sword out of his hand, and was like, mm-mm, nigga. And I was like, yes, on him. <laughs> not today. Not today. Yeah, I have not, had enough of your mouth. She is not having it, no, no more of your games. Um, and right after that, uh, the snitch that th- they saw somebody in the woods earlier and the Kingslayer was like, Hey man, that dude knows who I am probably. Why don't you just kill him? So we can have no loose ends. And I was actually thinking, why don't you kill him? Cause y'all gotta have a horse, but, um, thank you. That's why I was, I was like, he got a horse donkey. Y'all can at least take that. Mm, no, something, he right? looked like, he looked like some like poor townsperson. So she probably felt bad. 
Yeah, I would have jacked that dude so fast. Oh, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look, bro. I'm just tying you up by this tree because I like you and I don't want to take your life, but, um, at least now you got a chance, but I'm, I'm taking all this shit, bro. Have a good day. Um, but instead she, um, she lets the dude go. And of course he goes to snitches and, uh, tells, uh, the Starks men, uh, who are the people who are looking for Jamie Lannister because, uh, ladies. Yeah, they need him. They need, they want to kill him. Like, that's the thing about Jamie Lannister. He seems to not give a fuck that everybody wants to kill him. Everybody. There's no one safe for him. There's seven damn kingdoms. <laughs> and he's just in the wild. Like, Brienne of Tarth is the only motherfucker trying to take him a place where he can live. And he is giving her shit. <laughs> God damn, man. I don't, like, I don't understand him. But I just, he's just so goddamn entertaining that I love him. Like, it doesn't, I don't even care that his shit doesn't make sense. Just keep mm-hmm. roasting these people, ah. man. Oh, oh, his death scene gonna be so ill. But, um. It is. He's gonna say something real <laughs> smart and just have no head after that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you know, he's gonna say something about Ned Stark getting decapitated again or something. I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. he didn't. Um, so yeah, see, uh, so that was, uh, my second favorite scene, but. My number one favorite scene, man, was involving uh, Marjorie and her mm-hmm. mama. Um, they sat down to talk to Sansa because they needed to get that dirt on Joffrey. They and sent for her to get the dirt. It wasn't even like we ran into you in the gardens. They sent that that brother who who is also my favorite. Because mm. Sansa was like she was puppy dog after him talking about you. You may not remember that you had met me before. Yeah. But you had met me before, right? And you gave me a rose. And he looked at her like, Bitch, I give all my bitches flowers. Right. <laughs> You're not you. different. <laughs> like, he like he started off on some, you're looking lovely today and all that shit. And then she tried to, every time Sansa tries to reach out and make a connection <laughs> with somebody, it always gets slapped right back in her face, mm-hmm. man. Like, she started with dog last year where she was like, hey, man, thank you for saving my life. He's like, I saved your life because you're the queen, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna call your sister a bitch next season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm a piece of shit. You know, you. <laughs> but um, so uh, yeah, Sansa uh goes and meets with Marjorie and um uh Septa, I think is her name. No, what? No, what is her name? Um, Lady uh, Olena. Yeah, Olena. There you go, Lady mm-hmm. Olena. Um. She goes and meets with, with Olena. <laughs> Olena. Man, these names are so black. Olena, yeah. Man, I'm just looking oh, at the cast well, list. Just, name. I'm looking at this cast. I can't stop looking at this cast list, man. Talissa. Mm-hmm. Rickon. Daenerys. Da- yeah, Daenerys. Rickon. What kind of name is Rickon? All right. Is that, we always forget about Rickon. He's is that like, Potter? He's, like, he's the watch of Game of Thrones. You always forget about home. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, y'all still carrying him? Okay. Uh, what is that? Potterick Payne? Podrick. Oh, Podrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is Podrick. I'm sorry. Podrick. I'm falling for the back from the screen. I was like, Podrick. Grandmaster Pycelle. That shit sounds sound like, like a, a, a DJ. Found, sounds like he, the dude who discovered how to scratch records by accident yes. or some shit. He had an album on Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, back then we couldn't get rights to our publishing. That's why I'm broke now. Um, but yeah, Olena was straight up, like she was able to just like black auntie all the info, <laughs> all the information out of Sansa. Like broke her so quick. Like, I thought she it was gonna- that space. She gave her the silence to talk. She was like, here's a whole bunch of horrible shit about other people. How you doing? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, you sure. 
she's like look everybody here is stupid i'm by far the most interesting motherfucker out this piece um you want lemon cake? <laughs> <laughs> come join me i heard you like lemon and she was like do you like lemon cake she's like yes yeah. she's like that's right that's why i ordered it I already know that shit. I'm on this shit, okay? Now I you can trust cheese. me. That's why we have cheese too. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this shit. Now you finally got out the house. Let's talk. And uh Sansa basically um She gave, broke. Oh, she broke and it was so good. Like a cheap champagne flute. She just mm. cracked. Ah, oh. He's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> she's she she's like, he killed my daddy in front of me. Why? <laughs> and as soon as it came out of her mouth she's like fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to take it all back she's like no bitch you done said it now keep going mm-hmm. And she's like please don't cancel the wedding <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she's like come on now don't tell him I told y'all this shit and the greatest part about that whole thing is at no point did Marjorie or Olena have this like oh no they were just kind of like mm-hmm, that's what we thought didn't raise a single eyebrow like i knew it i knew he was a piece of shit but uh yeah we still gonna get half this kingdom now so mm-hmm. they're like oh no no we still gonna get married we just have to know how to plot out our game plan yeah. no 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 <laughs> we just it wasn't that either or <laughs> we no, do, we're doing what we call due diligence right exactly now. <laughs> we want to know how we're, it was like squad we want to know how we're gonna squash him before we get there mm-hmm. and a game plan yeah that's so uh I, that was my favorite scene and i hope we get more of uh olena we didn't get to see oh she needs her own like behind the walls just in her salon see her talk ah! her handmaiden. i can use a five minute recap from her every week i can use mm-hmm. that like the, and the jamie lannister kept talking shit and uh he doesn't realize how much trouble he's in now that that's two use together it. having a talking shit conversation she's talking about my son is a dummy but that's to be expected his daddy was a dummy mm. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> this is by the way this is why i need jamie to get back to uh uh which is a king's landing or whatever what he needs oh. to get back to the kingdom because i need him to join in with all the lannisters talking shit i just yes. keep thinking of the conversations in my head him and the imp him and oh him and cersei him and um joffrey because you know he ain't gonna be cool with that shit um no. uh him and him and his daddy because you know his daddy always gives both of the boys shit like it just seems like he gives jamie less shit because jamie ain't been around but you know he's gonna roast him for getting captured oh anyway <laughs> please live jamie please um all right man well um what didn't we see this week that you're looking forward to next week um, I I just want more time with Arya. Her she needs to progress a little bit. She's been out in the wild a little bit too long without any grown ups. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I need to, I need them to know she's alive because no one knows she's alive. Yeah, that's true. They just keep there. saying it. Yeah, we know Sansa's alive. We just can't, you know, bring her home or anything. We don't even know that Arya is alive. Well, ne- for me next week, I'm looking forward to uh, the Khaleesi. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like she's gonna drop some knowledge on that slave dude the dude that sells slave army people yes because uh she's gonna fuck around and learn his language watch right she stays being underrated like she'll just mm-hmm. like that i think it's the blonde hair it's gotta be just the fact that she's blonde and, and people yep. are like yeah she dumb as shit and then she, last week he cussed out like they were in a dominican hair salon she don't come back next week <laughs> <laughs> learn yeah. your little language he, he was speaking that shit dog uh so yeah i want to see what's up with her because uh, in the preview that she was like, I want all the slaves. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. All the slaves? Where you get this money from? Um, so I want to see what's up with her. 
um i actually want to see what's up with john snow we didn't get too much john snow this week we got um, we got his fat friend trying to give up and they had to have that ayala fix your life moment with him and tell him to get up and keep walking <laughs> how is this nigga getting bullied in the fucking apocalypse man <laughs> and the person bullying him is not thin yes like, come on piggy and he's keep looking at him like when jennifer hudson sings she's singing to your fat ass too yeah. <laughs> like, it's not just me she's singing to in the fucking commercials yes. he was so mad oh and then they, they made them best friends and shit so now they they got a whole hands the whole trip that just I forbid you to die <laughs> man sam will be losing man uh, or peter from the cosby's uh but uh yes yeah, so, so yeah I'll, next week i want to see what's up with john snow because mm-hmm. I, I didn't give me enough john snow action and i feel like him and that 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 wildling girl that probably gonna give him all types of herpes or something yes he need to go ahead and get that over with uh because i don't want him to die a virgin um, and at least they can stay warm that way because it looks cold <laughs> mm, yeah all this shit in the snow man like a lot of snow going on up there. Oh, um, a lot of snow. And uh I'm kind of interested to see uh what's up with uh Lady Stark because mm-hmm. um she's making just, her way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's she's like captured or whatever. <laughs> um and all these people seem to be trying to on the like the news of these people being alive are gonna make it back to her, and I want to see how she reacts when Brand being alive, Arya yeah, being alive. Yeah you know so. it was a good moment with her when they had stopped and she was talking about john snow as a baby and you finally got to find out how come he's john snow mm-hmm. she for real backpedaled on her little prayer oh. but now nah, he's straight i'm not gonna do it no more she was <laughs> she was hot too she was like mm-hmm. yeah he brought the little bastard maury kid up in my house and i was like die little nigga then he started dying i was like hold up my bad oh, oh shit oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think you was listening god i didn't think you was listening come on man that's gonna be between me and you <laughs> just stop stop you play too much god you play too much um so yeah i wanted to I, I um i do want to see more of that and then um I, we gotta get back to um uh melisandra the mm. the red witch fire chick and yes. stannis baratheon because uh mm-hmm. i know that they homie uh davo seaworth is somewhere getting hemmed up and he gonna meet that fire soon so i need to see that scene with her basically uh you know making standards and we need to know else. what the dragons can do as of now all we know is that they can swim like they're in sea world that's yeah. about all we know <laughs> 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 get up right they just like some uh young teenage uh dragons just running mm-hmm. around uh starting shit but yeah i need to see what's up with them too uh maybe that's what uh maybe that's what uh daenerys is gonna use to get that slave army she's gonna be like i want all the slaves and he's gonna be like where's the money she's gonna be like meet my dragons exactly how you gonna ask somebody with dragons for money right they be talking to her like she don't got dragons patrice they really do i, I wouldn't like, not like she's not nobody but like she doesn't have dragons right that like uh, somebody like uh last week uh jor was like uh her you know her side man her her simp he was like you know maybe they just want you to prove your strength i want her to just be like nigga i slept in fire and birthed dragons <laughs> the <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> i'll tell you what next man that can do that i'll i'll give them my credit i'll give them my respect how about that anyone want to lay in the fire and, and birth some dragons oh y'all good y'all okay good? Oh God! All right, but um, dragons yeah. not even bow legged. Right, <laughs> dragons all came out perfect shape. 
Oh, all right, man. Well, um, Patrice, uh, we gotta do this again next week. Yes, um, ma'am. It's good having you on as always. Yes. Love talking them thrones with you. Um, always. Make sure you guys check her out. Uh, HelenHeartaches.com mm-hmm. and at Patrice C on Twitter, all one word. Um, and, uh, you know, she's funny and, uh, very, as you guys can, can see, man, she's, uh, worth following. So, all right, Patrice, we'll talk to you, uh, next week. Yes. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Peace. I always tell Patrice 30 minutes and I always end up talking to her for 40. I got to get that shit correct. <laughs> like we just need you for 30 minutes. I'm like, Oh, what you did say that funny thing again. Let's talk about that. Um, so, all right, let's, uh, get into the show. This is the blackout tips podcast. You can find us on the blackout tips.com iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, all this other stuff. Uh, just, uh, search for the black guy who tips. Uh, when you go to the site, vote in the polls, Email us uh, and find all our contact information at the about section. Donate to the show. Um, your donations literally fund the show at this point and mm-hmm. uh, my life. So make sure you guys do that. Um, uh, we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. We do. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, today's podcast is double sponsored. It's brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, and the audio packs produced by them get four audio plays for just two bucks. Two bucks. They've never been cheaper. That's 50 cent of audio play people that can do math. Swing over to shadowdogproductions.com slash apac.html. Uh, the link is already on the website and, uh, you can find, and he made the website even easier to navigate. Mm-hmm. Find out how you can get four individual audio plays for less than a Starbucks drink. It comes in ratchet and ignorant. So there's two oh, flavors. Oh, two levels. Yes. You know, some people like to, uh, they get all caught up on just one What's flavor. That, caffeine and non-caffeinated. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ratchet and ignorant, which sounds like caffeinated and extra caffeinated to me, but okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Caffeinated and, and, and extreme. And, uh, we also have another sponsor, a little sexier. Woohoo. Need some music. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. Get 50% off of just about any item. And that's it. So uh, we appreciate everybody for coming Mm-mm. out. What? No? Mm-mm. Well, oh, I see. That's not all. You also, in addition to 50% off of one item, you get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Yes, you do. Plus a free extra gift so central, can't mention it on the air. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping for your entire order. They are so sincere. Check out yes, adamandeve.com today for the special offer. 50% off of one item when you type in the code TBGWT when you go to check out. When you do, you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Use the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Make sure you do it. Speaking of free central gifts, our free central gift was just sitting out in the kitchen for weeks, apparently. Karen didn't even know. So no, I no, I had no idea. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. You didn't tell me it came. That just means everybody that uh walked through our kitchen <laughs> probably saw it and just was polite enough not to say anything. So <laughs> 
justin nick jew uh i didn't know all these people just i did not know you know you gotta inform me sir walking through like what is this oh man they are into some freaky stuff that's what you do with that mm-hmm. um yesterday able to tell mm-hmm. was sibling day a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. uh so i celebrated uh sibling day of course is a day that you dedicate to spending with uh or or given time you know call something kind of like mother's day father's day mm-hmm. sibling brothers sisters um you know give them a little shout out whatever uh and uh you know i definitely wanted to celebrate it so everybody who didn't celebrate it uh you are a piece of shit and you don't care about your brothers and sisters and that's really sad ah. that you couldn't even honor them uh with that that special bond that you guys had your entire life okay only one person's really lived and seen you get whoopings and stuff like that and not call the police and that's your family yeah i can't celebrate this day because it was just me yeah well you know some of us are luckier than others <laughs> um so it went down i did it it was nobody else to blame we celebrated it by uh um i, I hung out with my brother and we got the he got to live some of the white housewife lifestyle with me uh yesterday as we went to the gym <laughs> uh Went to the gym. He shot around basketball. I got him in, you know, with a like free membership or whatever. Um, he shot around and played basketball. I did some ellipticals and did some weights and stuff like that. Um, it was real cool. Um, and, uh, we hung out for probably about three hours yesterday. Cool. Um, and I was just thinking about what we all talked about. Um, when I got home. And I realized that uh, we didn't really talk about shit. You know, <laughs> like pretty much we just uh, pretty much we just chill. Like I think, and I think that's a dude thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't Definitely. think that uh, I don't think that women do that necessarily. Mm-mm. Like we hung out for three hours. I didn't learn anything extra about him that I didn't know before, and vice versa. True. Like, that for dudes that's bonding like literally and 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 uh, i personally think a lot of it is how we're raised as children mm-hmm. um dudes are taught to hold emotions be a man you know be strong and all this stuff women it be emotional talk tell us how you feel that's why women use words mm-hmm. and and men are like uh why we got to sit here for 10 minutes for you to to tell me something that uh you could have said in in five words but she's like, look here, nigga, let me talk. And, 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 and once I talk, I can figure it out, you know, <laughs> and sometimes that becomes an issue. That's why a lot of men and women fall out because the dude's like, bitch, um, we don't, we don't need to go through all this. Why are you wasting my time? And she's looking like, look, motherfucker, let me talk and we can solve this. But nobody has patience. Mm. I'm, I'm serious. Like a lot of people fall out because of this. And sometimes, um, you have to find a, a equal ground where dudes can say, okay, let me hear what she got to say, even though I know she going to use a whole lot of motherfucking words, but it's okay if she use words. Let me sit here and not give her the, 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 what the hell you talking about face and do this shit to probably piss her off and make her angry. Mm-hmm. You know, let me really hear her out. And sometimes women have to learn also how to use fewer words at times. I had to learn how to do this because it's, it, and me, and I didn't realize this to Roger's picking at me. Roger can ask me a simple ass question like, 
he might say, well, Karen, uh, I need for you to do so-and-so. I turn around, and I would give him a 15-minute conversation about how I plan on getting there. He didn't ask me that, but I just felt like telling him. Yeah, yeah. Women are just so egotistical conversation wise like everything gotta be about them they can never just move on like they will like a woman will get her point across and be like you know what let's go across it again because i'm gonna be absolutely sure and dudes are kind of the opposite which i'm not saying is actually better um we'll just be like you get the gist of it right all right that's and, enough no it's, and a lot of times they don't that's right but, but it's just like that's and, how and, much and, i felt like talking about it and then when shit happens and shit doesn't go right and shit fall to pieces or she don't follow your instructions everybody falling out and for me personally i think my i love my mama very dearly but my mama is kind of like that when it comes to like instructions and telling you what to do mm-hmm. she'll assume that you know certain shit or she'll just think that you understand and then she would turn around and get mad and go off when I didn't do the shit. So I'm, I forgot how old I was. I was about maybe 13, 14 years old. I looked at her one day. I said, look, 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 look. Talk to me like I'm stupid, please. I said, because I'm tired of you assuming I know shit and I'm getting fussed out about motherfucking shit that you didn't explain to me. I'm getting fussed out about it. So it's like, that's why I'm very detailed. When you tell me, I'm like, okay, no, no, wait a minute. Let me be sure I completely understand because it's one of those things. It's like when you leave me, you're under the impression that I understand. Right. And I might not always understand. Um, plus, I just think it's a gender thing, too, because, like, I know dudes that I'm cool with for years, and I still don't know key shit about them because I would never ask or care. Um, and I was talking about this on Twitter, and somebody was like, yeah, I played basketball with a dude for three years and then found out we live two streets from each other. That's the kind of shit that happens with men all the time. We just don't talk about shit like that. Like, no. um... Like, if you ever have your wife have a conversation with somebody that you've known for a while, they'll come away with in five minutes with way more information than you've gotten in five years. Yes. They'll be like, yes. oh, did you? Uh, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Mike got divorced. I'll be like, Mike was married? Yeah, but like, he got three kids. He ain't never talk about his kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the only time, whenever dudes do tell you stuff that is, like, really personal or secret or private or, like, intimate things about themselves – they just say it like you already knew it. Like, that's what dudes do. Like, we'll be like, uh, hey, man, so you trying to ball today? Oh, no, nah, I got to go pick up my son uh, got about 5 o'clock. They're like, you, you got a son? Yeah, yeah, I got to go pick my son and up. And that's as far as the conversation goes. How old is he? Yeah, he 12. Okay. The end. Like, that's it. Like, it's just it's amazing that that happens. But, yeah, I hung out with my brother and – uh we didn't really talk about shit for the entire time but i had <laughs> but, a great but, time but that's a part of of male bonding kind of like it's almost like we in each other's presence that's enough bonding for most dudes like i, I maybe that's just the way i'll simplify it um you know we might speak you know we might grunt at each other mm-hmm. uh, something like that you know hey you know what's up but you know men and women are pretty different and to an extent, I know I'm a woman, and I. And to an extent, I think Roger, you have rubbed off on me a little way too much sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, because it's been times where, especially put like this in a professional atmosphere, or if it's people that I really don't want to be bothered with at the time, especially face to face. Sometimes the questions women ask are nosy questions, just shit that they just want to know, just because and and, and all that shit. Now though, now that really irritates me, because it's like. 
hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Okay. I, I gotta get back. Oh, no. Nah, women yeah. ain't no better. Y'all don't like dealing with each other either. Like, oh, no. Like, that's why you'll see so many women that don't really like hanging out with other women all the time because no, I can't, I can't, it take, can't be two conversation hogs in a conversation. It's yeah, not, it's nothing, you know, it's not a real conversation. Nope. It's and nobody, someone talking at you and nothing brings it out more than when a woman's talking about some shit you don't give a fuck about. Ain't then, that the truth? You know, you yeah, know? I, I think, I think that's what, that's what happened. And my thing is that there are some people that I can hang with that are women that I'm like, you so cool. I can hang with like Nick, you man, I can hang out with her forever. Like, it's a handful of women. I'm like, y'all are really, really cool. Right. But it's another handful where I'm like, you know what? I have to take, my, I got family members. I got to take you in spurts. You know, you know how, how you take the medication, you know, a pill a day. That's kind of how I had to take right. them, a pill a day. And, and once that pill has worn off, it's time for you to motherfucking go. That's how I feel. Okay. Yeah, I, I've like, had enough. You got to go now. It's just like when, when I have a conversation with a woman, there's normally like a certain baseline of relevant information that I do want to yes. know. And then there's this other shit. And so I am constantly trimming down what they're saying to like, okay, what do I want to know about this? And what do, what point, what is useless? What's pointless? Yeah. You know, yeah. this is why men die much earlier than their wives, man. Cause it's just, you get so much information. Your brain just kills you. It just slowly kills yourself. Like you're going to die 10 years early. So you can get 10 years freedom in the, in the <laughs> ah! grave of no talking, just nothing but silence and worms. And, 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 and I, th- <laughs> silence and, worms. and I think for me too, what I've realized is that I'm going to tell you right now. Some women, they just ain't cool people. They're just not cool people. It's some women that fit like the, the stereotype that people put on them. Mm. You know, they're bitchy, they're nasty and stuff like that is. And, 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 and even, and I'm going to tell you right. Well, I think there's dudes like that, but because of how gender roles are pushed or how they're displayed in America, it's just different from from women like i know dudes who i'm like that dude's a bitch yeah you know what i mean some and, dudes have nasty attitudes but, but yeah, they're not looked it's just upon ex- the same well it's expressed differently too because that's true too it's expressed differently yeah like a dude can express anger and there's no amount of anger where we go yeah you're being, you're being a too, bitch or you're being too emotional yeah. or it's or, or or it's never an excuse of your hormones or right. you're on your period or anything and and i also think that's why a lot of women are dismissed in valid discussions and valid conversations because right. instead of people hearing them out they always assume they're just hormone associated because well, not even it's not even about hormones honestly it's not like that normally comes up when people get mad you know what i mean like yeah, that's when, when people get mad but i'm talking point. about like legit conversations like people will go to the like uh like we'll ascribe manly traits to people to men that are bitches in my opinion like yeah i'm looking at this dude like to me the word bitch doesn't really have a gender yeah when, whenever it whenever i'm like some such like if it was a, a animal i'd be like that dog is acting like a bitch you know what i mean like yeah so but there's dudes and when the dude does it it's just a completely different type of like well you can be an angry asshole manager at work because you're a dude if that was a woman being the same angry asshole manager it's like she's a bitch man i really hate that kind of guy yeah big, big, why does she have to big, be like because that? you know th- those characteristics i consider manly when it's right. not really manly it's personality which is something completely different yeah it's and- just it's just different our society allows dudes to be as fucking ridiculous as they want to be. Yes, and be under, as but at the jer- same time, jerks and shit too. At the same time, at the very same time, right? If I was having a conversation with a guy, and 
the mid sentence of him talking about like something important in his life like my girl broke up with me and he started crying in public completely different reaction than if i was talking to a woman who started crying in public yeah now that's true like just it it just triggered something different where he's just like oh i want to fix i want to help this woman what do i need to do like oh you just need me to change your tire or don't cry about it i'll just stop if that was a dude crying about changing his tire i'd be like dude man up and change your motherfucking tire it's completely different it's fucked up man we yeah. are fucked up as people yeah and and the thing about it is that i remember we was talking to sherry and she was talking about men crying and the thing about it is that our society want to make men robots and men are not motherfucking robots they have emotions they have feelings they have a heart they you know they they shit does get to them and that's probably why men die quick faster than women because they don't let shit out instead yeah. of expressing and saying you know you make me mad you make me angry nigga fuck you or well, whatever it is they hold on to that shit that shit makes their heart stop man i ain't have none of this on the doc itinerary that's but, all, that's fine <laughs> um but you know it but it, like that's the other thing too because um people that know me in real life or whatever that uh i consider my friends i already noticed about me i'm terrible at small talk like i pretty much don't do small talk you see i'm the complete opposite i yeah i know i do pretty much medium to big talk only (laughs) like i I rarely like if i ask you how your day is going that is a setup for some other shit that i do want to talk about because i don't give a fuck about how your day everybody's day is going about the same unless something crazy happened and if something crazy happened i expect you to lead with that and just fucking tell me what the fuck crazy shit happened today like let's start there let's not start with oh did you see the weather on 85 oh man uh did you the traffic coming in uh that's that's why sometimes i wonder how you put it because you know sometimes i roger don't even ask i will tell roger how my day is nigga listen you know and i guess it's because i live with you well it doesn't bother me because uh when you start talking like that i can only hear the uh charlie brown adult speak my brain my brain has been conditioned to pick up the shit that matters uh <laughs> the, the key words i'm like okay dinner is at six and then five more minutes of talking uh apparently <laughs> uh deidre at the job is a bitch okay got that um we'll be she'll be staying late uh this week for overtime like i pick up what i need to pick <laughs> up but uh, the rest of the and shit and i would tell you that shit again for the rest of the week to be sure you remember yeah <laughs> and then part of my job is to to act like i care and pretend to care and, well thank you thank and stuff you. like that thank i feel you, like I and feel you like, make and you make you know what and you make me feel better because that's all i want you to do yeah not enough people are good at pretending to care like yeah when people say marriage is hard that's really all they're talking about is that kind of shit because you would think that when they say marriage is hard that it's some like yeah she had uh she had she needed a blood transfusion and i had mm-hmm. to be the donor that's actually easy like yeah only a complete piece of shit wouldn't do that but like just listening to a motherfucker's mundane activities every fucking day for the rest of your life that is a true test of nature patience and will yes that will you just, is will yes. you just sit up here like tell me about your day for the 400th time this yes, week you yes know? and you know what and because i'm a talker because talking is what the hell i do i will tell you the whole story all over again and won't mind and probably end up finding some new extra new details to tell you that yeah. i didn't think about before yeah i just i'm i'm good at listening and remembering shit and then uh the thing the problem is i could give you hints like the, how to fake it uh but everyone listening that's like oh give me some hints on how to fake it i want to be a good listener you can't fake it that's the problem yeah like that's the problem your your facial expressions will show not no not just that 
it's too much it you might can fake it the first 10 times yeah but after a while they are never ever going to shut the fuck up oh oh no that ain't happening ever 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 (laughs) forever ever forever ever yeah nigga forever ever so you can't really fake it like there's never gonna after a while you're gonna snap and honestly uh the the most fucked up part about it is like annoying as it feels is all this shit right if, if if karen came in the house and she was quiet the first thing i always say is what's wrong yeah yeah is everything okay yeah because because if i'm quiet roger no my mind is like going in a thousand places like i'm even thinking. even even if you're quiet and nothing's going on i True. still ask just to be sure because it's like all right <laughs> she didn't come in and, and tell me the same thing that happened yesterday <laughs> today like so maybe make sure everything's okay in the house it's, everything's all right you cool yeah i'm fine all right cool like my brain just doesn't work that way. Like, uh, uh, I think our dryer broke today. Oh shit. Yeah. It started making this rattling sound. We've had this dryer for like, as long as we've been married. What was that? 10, 10 12 years about, around about 11, now? About yeah. 11 years. So I can't really complain about it. Oh, but, that dryer been faithful. Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, fuck man, we need a new dryer. You know, I ain't got no job. Got to go out and do whatever we got to do. So uh but because you know we can't have wet clothes around here oh, so. oh no Mm-mm-mm. and and i'm gonna tell y'all this too and, and and i know this is not on the docket either but fuck the docket i, I want to say this mm. um i remember when me and roger first got married i looked at roger i said look here son i ain't got many demands but this is one demand nigga you got to do something i want a washer and a dryer Cause my black ass is not going to the fucking laundromat. You want your clothes done at the laundromat? You'll be going to the laundromat. Cause I won't. Yeah. Wash and dryer. I don't remember any of these ultimatums or demands, y'all. Just, uh, Karen's always been very respectful. And, uh. Yeah, yeah. But, and also, uh, I, I don't know why I would want to not have a washer and dryer yeah, either a washer so. and a dryer I, I don't you I said don't. that like you had to convince me like i was like Mm-mm, i liked the laundromat no. i've been going <laughs> to the laundromat all my life <laughs> they got <laughs> they got a good game that i like they got centipede the original virgin <laughs> and miss pac-man yeah we was all we was actually on the same page y'all yeah but i want to stress the importance that i wasn't trying to go to the fucking laundromat yeah Mm-mm, i don't i didn't want no delays well this is a, a house husband problem apparently because uh <laughs> i gotta get this shit worked out tomorrow somehow or tonight um but um anyway though like i didn't even tell karen the dryer broke because what can she do like is like i feel like if the dryer would have broke and i was at work and karen was at home i would got a fucking phone call like the dryer broke <laughs> like what <laughs> what am i supposed to do about it? i'm i'm at work right now yeah well the dryer it's not drying clothes no more it's making the sound and it stopped working <laughs> you know what that's about as bad as you at work and your child calls you be like mommy um susan is hitting on me what the, what the, what the, what the fuck am i supposed to do with that tell her to stop right she she won't stop you know that that's the stuff where you know a professional mother who's been at this for a long time be like look if you call me some dumb shit i'm up your ass when i come home well i all i i didn't even call because i didn't want you to tell me what my ass when you came no home. not not you but. not you not you but 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 <laughs> but like that phone call is the phone call that parents get that phone call where they're like i can't do anything about this because you would have called man i'd be like okay well, what what am i supposed to do right to right you? see i went through all that in my head before even doing say anything i didn't even i mean i didn't plan to say something about it on the show i was gonna tell you afterwards but that is kind of um 
like i even handled like how you know how are we gonna pay for all this stuff i just went and handled it like okay you know like i come to you with a plan and like this is what we're gonna do yeah i feel like you would have came to came to me like the dryer <laughs> is broke what's what's gonna happen now and i'm like <laughs> yeah. well i'm in the middle of this report uh let me finish this meeting and uh yeah that, we'll discuss it at the, five o'clock when get, i get off you got a text to dry out right <laughs> Um, well, your clothes gonna be wet, right? That's because the dryer is broke, which you covered <laughs> yeah. in your first statement earlier. I have more clothes to dry. Yes, I would assume so, because <laughs> we have more clothes yes. in the house. That's normally how it is, because most of the time, uh, Roger kind of thinks and plans stuff out in advance, and I do too. But it's one of them things where if I thought about it and planned it out in advance, Roger, you know, I had put a lot of effort in it and everything, you know, all my, you know, I's are dotted and T's, T's across. So when I come to him and I done thought about it, he can't really tear it down. But normally I'm like, okay, you know, something wrong, fix it. Let's, let's, what we yeah. gonna do about it? Karen will come to me way earlier with her shit than I do. Like, I come yeah, to Karen. Like, what we gonna do, son? I normally come to Karen with the problem and the solution. And see, I don't. And then, yeah. and then go for like, well, what's your input on it? Karen comes to me with the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, man, now fix this. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just found out about this. Um, but you, anyway, so I was saying how, you know, I can't do small talk really, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, I think this might just be why, where I'm weird and where I'm a bit different than other people. Or maybe everybody's thinking this and people are going to say, hey, I, I do that too. Um, but whenever people are doing small talk to me, my brain is just like, oh, like really? The weather is uh, sunny, uh, but sky is <laughs> gray or the uh, traffic is this way or the, did you see the game last night? You know, like whatever. I always had this one question in the back of my mind. I've so far in my life, I've never asked it. Oh, but I've come dangerously fucking close, dangerously close to like cutting someone off mid sentence and asking them, "When is the last time you cried?" I don't know why okay. it is, but it's the question, and it's always there. Like whatever someone is saying, some, I, it's like whatever the answer the conversation whatever the answer to that is is going to be far more fucking interesting than anything that you're saying to me at the time like that's now that's the truth ain't no telling which man ain't no telling what kind of answers you gonna get from that question yeah i've never asked it because i know it's probably really bad form <laughs> no but when it's really like hey meet angela uh you know at this party uh uh why don't, uh hey uh hey angela how you doing oh i'm doing good what part of the city do you live in oh i live in noda oh cool i live in south side oh yeah over where where exactly by the south side oh you know over by wendy's um you know the one over off uh trying um wendy's off trying i don't know if i've been there what else is over there what is the mcdonald's over there too and then there's a the library oh the <laughs> library which library is that scaly bark library when's the last time you cried Huh? That's what I want to do is get <laughs> ah. a real fucking answer to something I care about where I could be like, you know, oh, it's when my grandmama died. Oh, did you know her well? Let's talk about that. Like, it, at yeah, least it's a real conversation. conversation. Yes, and not the, how you say, the boring, more. I think a lot of people, when it comes to that conversation, they already have almost like the activists. They already have like a series of questions that they go through with everybody that they well, meet. Well, it's just, it's just collected information like you would a survey yeah. on a, on the internet. Well, how much forget. money do you make? Yeah. What, what, what's your what, zip code? Do you have children? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't like doing that shit, man. Like it's weird and, 
it's fucking inauthentic and we're not really gonna be friends i'm just a guy that you know seven random things about now true like where i live where i work if i'm married how many kids do i have what's the weather like uh you know like ah. i don't know man it just seems weird and i like i said that might be where i'm weird and i don't expect everybody to identify with that so let's go to the next topic <laughs> Um, if you write the show, if you talk to me in person, or if you, by the way, a lot of people are talking about the podcast now in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, in real life? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know Uh-oh. who's telling everybody oh. or what, but like every oh. day a it, it, real it, person asks me about the show it, now. And the, and the funny part, Roger said real life. I'm looking like, I'm looking like real, real life. Y'all know, I don't know that everybody's sound for. I'm looking like. Look you in the eye, give you a telephone call, like like real real life people. Yeah, like I like um. There's people that like at the basketball court would just like hit me up and be like, "I listen to the show, man. You and your wife are really funny." Oh, and I'll just be like, "How the fuck did you, you know, know. About the show?" You know what I mean? How like we you know? never talked about it, or or people will be like, uh, "I heard you got a show, man. How do I listen to it?" So I think I gotta get business cards, man. I think we I gotta do. do so I can we we start do. having one stop. Shop Stop. answers for people. Yeah, it's just like, look, check this out. And I and I looked on some places about getting some for real though, so we can just start handing them out. Yeah. Um. And I know that. Uh, did you want to make that announcement now? Or did you want to wait till later? I oh, would we'll do it at the end. We'll do it. Okay. Um. Also. Uh. So. So. Like. Here's the thing. People that tell me they listen to the show, and they'll be like, "Oh, I love the show, man. It's really good. I listened to it for like an hour or something like that. It was good. Um. You know, I didn't agree with everything you have to say. See, it's, yeah, it's like, okay, um, what am I supposed to do with that? Um, for the record, you never have to tell me you didn't agree with everything I have to say. I don't expect you to. I don't expect anybody to agree with anything that anyone has to say. But you, we're just saying shit. Like, yes. if you were saying shit, I'd be listening to you going, yeah, I don't agree with that part. Um, and that's okay. Like, yeah. unless you have something specific that you want to disagree or argue or debate or talk about, that's fine. You don't, I feel like it's passive aggressive. Like you have something you want to say, but you won't say, say it. it. Yeah. I don't agree with everything you have to say. And I'm like, what? Now it went from a very positive, like I listen to the show. I like it to what, what, what the fuck did, what did you, you know? Agree with? And, 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 and I think <laughs> what did I say? People are almost, it's almost trained or uh, ingrained in people, especially when you start talking about like traditional radio, which a lot of people, when they start getting the podcast, they look kind of almost look at it like traditional radio excuse me radio and a lot of people listen to people that they agree with yeah. you know it's like if and, and, and immediately as soon as you don't people just want to cut it off or, or go somewhere else and be like fuck you and walk away right but it's one of those things where we talk about so much different shit by the time you get your thoughts together to get angry we don't talk we don't we don't skip to talk about some other shit i just wonder if there's a good chance that what they really mean is i never agree with you like, like if what they really want to say is like you are wrong about everything Just yes oh i i thought so i thought dumb. i thought you was so good rodney and it's one of the things where it's like you cuss you know it's one yeah. of especially well, people in real life yeah i don't know i'm yeah i don't know if they're having that maybe if they it were people i work with man and and i guess for me yeah but, uh, for, i don't you know i don't work there anymore but also part of me and maybe this is petty part of me really just wants to to friend everybody from my old job on facebook and just be like you should this is the real me enjoy this podcast uh-huh, you 
you should but, I would. but what if i have to get a job again and that's one of the places that's hiring i don't want to do that like oh okay i didn't think about that that's, that's like getting a face tattoo or some shit like i can never come back there for sure like and i get a face tattoo. Maybe, maybe when i do that i'll know that i believe in our fans and the show and people supporting us so much that i feel like i never have to go back because to me that's a you can never come back move where it's like that's true now it's like uh you know what man i liked you at work and everything you was cool um check out my show uh i know i never talked to said a word to you at work but um i'm actually really funny and uh the show is really good and we're doing well blah 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 you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so you don't have to tell me you don't agree with me on everything i don't expect you to and, and i would want you to the world fine. will go round if we yeah, did we'll be fine guys okay mm-hmm. plus whatever you say is probably going to be something that i'm end up losing respect for you over because it'll probably be something like yeah i don't agree that gay people should get married i'd be like fuck you nigga this why'd you even tell me that (laughs) now i lose respect for you you can only be right if you agree with me so it makes people smart agreeing with me all the time um all right last thing speaking of smart um i'm a little weirded out by and i know it's technology and it's getting better and I'm sure a lot of people are really enjoying it, but the ATMs where you put the cash or the check in with no envelope mm-hmm. freaks me the fuck out, and I don't know yes. why. Yes, for me too. And, and and they're popping up everywhere. And this one of those things where I'm used to kind of filling it out and all that stuff. And and this one of those things where I remember when it first happened. I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Um, envelopes, no envelopes. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And Roger stuck it in there. And now all does it read it, reads it, it counts it out, it shows you, it flashes it up. I was like, mm-hmm, this machine messing you, around and fuck know, up something, we're going to have issues. You, I think, you know, thinking about it, you know what I realized? I think the problem is, and it's not my fault, I've been conditioned to not trust it. Yeah. Because of vending machines. Yes. Like how many times, I guarantee like everybody that's that that's those on the side of these like you know put your cash directly in the money haven't you ever had a machine take your money and not register it or a machine uh give you the wrong product or something like that you you thought you put in a quarter that told you it was a nickel just something weird where it was like but i put in 75 cents why won't you give me the chips it's like the chips say 75. The button says 75. Ah! I put in three quarters. The shit is not working. I think I've just been conditioned to be mistrusting of shit that I feed money into. Yes. Uh, because of, of the past, man. Because. Yes. And I've even had issues like directly with ATMs. Like I've even had an issue. I stuck my car and the machine was like, you know what? Your car, Mm-mm. I'm keeping that shit. Like I just picture myself getting arrested. Because I was standing outside of Bank of America, like, <laughs> Going off. trying to shake the, the money out of the machine like some fucking chips or some shit. <laughs> like, why is this you nigga... Gonna put, you gonna put a little sticky note on it with your extension like, like, like they yeah. did the job. Like, y'all stole $20 from me. Call me 704-557. Like, I could just see that coming. Like, and I don't know why, because it's, it really is easy. They are making it easier for me. I haven't had an issue as of yet. But they are making it easier for me to just push that shit in and be like, all right, uh, that's $75 deposit. But I keep freaking out. Like, I'm going to put $75 in. It's going to be like, that's 70 cents. I'm like, what? Ah! <laughs> I will blow this motherfucking machine up. Right. I don't know, and, man. And, and the thing about it is that 
it's like no technician, like nobody right there. I don't see no like, you know, if this machine goes down, call a one eight hundred number. Ain't none of that shit going on. How does the, it read the handwriting on the check? That's what I want to know. How does it know what it's seeing? I don't, I don't understand this. And then, and then I think the thing that made me mad was that you would have to waste the time to motherfucking go to the bank the next day, especially if they're off hours. First thing in the morning, and then they're going to pull some bullshit. Well, we only draw money at the ATM at the 2 I want to hear that bullshit. Get my money yeah, right now. I, I hate to sound like it is taking everything for me to even say this because I always hate the people that are against technology that makes our lives better. But it's fucking me up, man. <laughs> it's fucking me up. I'm like, it's like all my, all my rational brain is like, you just, Rod, just put the check in. And it'll tell you that it's depositing that amount. But I know shit fucks but, up. But then I keep putting, I put the check in and then I look at that shit like it's dealing me cars in Vegas. Like, <laughs> like you better not put a, better not but, put a motherfucking heart but, in there. But, like, but, like, if, if, but like this, if the house wins, I will have issues. Yeah. And I guess, and also, you know what? It isn't my fault. Fuck this. Banks have proven to be untrustworthy so much. Oh my god. They yes. just started being trustworthy because the fucking government made them. Forced them. Like we Forced had to them. pass laws where it was like, look, if they got the money in there, don't try to run the shit where they get 17 fees. Because you're running it out of order on purpose. Yeah, like we just got to that point in life where we were able to say reasonably, if I have $15 in the bank, and I write a check for $14, I won't get a $35 fee somehow. You know what I mean? That's the truth. Um, we just got to the point where we can turn off the extra, uh, the, the fees where it's like, you don't have this money, but we paid it for you anyway. Plus you owe us $35. That bullshit. Don't, without your permission. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, I was like, no, if it ain't there, just decline my car. Right. If you had like $15 in the bank and you went and bought like two things for, for, one for uh $17 and one for like $2 back in the day they they would take the 17 out first so you get a fee you have no money mm-hmm. left and then they would also fee you for the $2 one and you know take the $2 out now they changed it where the $2 thing goes in first so you don't get a fee mm-hmm. then the next thing that you would get a fee on that goes out second and you can even turn it off and say no just reject my shit and don't charge me a fee. Just don't let me spend that money. And and, and, I, and I prefer it like that. And it, and also it's one of those things too where they also like if you have a deposit posting yeah. and you have money, they would deduct everything and like post right. your deposit, deposit last. And you was right. like, motherfucker, you know why? Why would I? Do this. Like, this right. makes no sense. Why would I spend this money when I know my direct deposit is hitting the bank at midnight? <sighs> yes. Like, but but that's the thing. It's not my fault. You know what? I don't feel bad. No. These motherfuckers just started being trustworthy like two years ago. Yes. So I'm not even going to feel no, bad about this. No. And, and it's one of those things where I completely understand. And every time I do, I, I have never done it before. I've always watched Roderick. And I'm standing at that. And, and Roger's telling me to look at it. I'm trying my best to look out at the squirrels or who and be sure nobody comes and like, bust us upside the head while he's depositing this money. Yeah. Me and Karen but, have a, we have a strategy when we go to the ATM. I wonder about walking up on us. Karen watches out for me and I do the ATM transaction. And if she's driving, vice versa like yeah and, and it's one of those things but i don't believe and the thing is i remember uh what was it enterprise fuck enterprise but enterprise uh, i remember we were having issues with them and the dude ran my car when i didn't want him to i wanted to put it on a different car right and it just so happened that roger the same day roger went and checked and he was like oh your shit not checked right 
Okay, I'm going to check well, it. Well, no, let's be Uh-oh. specific because you're talking very general. They don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, my oh. bad. There's an option, and most people might even have this option, but you guys don't know No, it. yeah. There's an option on a lot of online banking accounts where you can go and opt out of the overdraft fees. What that means is when someone tries to charge your card, uh, if you don't have this option uh, checked to, to opt out of it, um, that transaction goes through. Mm-hmm. And then the bank turns around and charges you a fee for letting that transaction go through. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, you didn't have the money. So they should not, it should have just stopped at that. Like, hey, you tried to charge $30. You only got $20 in your account. No go. It should decline it. But instead, a lot of banks will let it go through. So you actually have to, to opt, opt out for of them doing no that sense. and tell them, please don't do this shit. I'd rather not get the Cheetos. And hey, that's and, true. And keep my thirty five dollars in in addition. So I went and filled it out for Karen. For some reason, she didn't have it filled out. I don't know why. And, I guess because I didn't know. Yeah, and that morning, Enterprise tried to run her card without authorization. Uh, when they were supposed to be billing the insurance company for when our car got totaled mm-hmm. uh, a couple a few months ago, um, but the asshole on the phone just went ahead and charged the fucking car, and luckily it got declined because. I had checked that thing literally like a couple hours before that happened. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, make sure you guys go check it. Um, all right, let's talk about something else. Um, apparently, Jay-Z and Beyonce, there was a, some shit going on with them. Oh. It was like every week something got to be going on with Beyonce. Um, but uh, Fox News and a couple people were going at Jay-Z and Beyonce because they went on vacation in Cuba. Okay. And um, people are saying, well, it's not it's not legal. Cuba is a evil communist regime, uh, enemy of America. How dare they go down there? Uh, you got the right to go down there. And they friends with the Obamas, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Black elegance, opulence, decadence. Because they were all hanging out together. So it's like if Jay-Z and Beyonce hang out with... Uh, the obamas and jay-z and beyonce go to cuba well then obama is a communist muslim and we all knew this and it's finally come to pass as it was predicted in the prophecies um so uh i love when people fuck with jay and beyonce because they're very creative people who don't really say a lot and those are the best people to come up with greatness when challenged (laughs) (laughs) Like typically, Uh-oh. typically it's the people that are just out here trying to live life and have fun that when you fuck with them, they come back with some shit where you like, God damn, I didn't know you have it in it. Right. Had it in you. Okay. Well, Jay-Z came up with a song called Open Letter Uh-oh. Uh about this whole, you know, people fucking with him about going to Cuba. Uh, I will play it for uh, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. See, he 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 sounded like upset Jay Z when he said that. Yes, he did. That was that was not. I be on that suit in time. That that was not going. Yeah, on this there time. was no ha ha or papa. None of that mm-hmm. shit. There was no uh, there was no hypeness or no. You did it again, Timberland. Mm-hmm. He just let this shit knock. I'm like, oh, uh-oh. uh oh. I done turned Havana to Atlanta. Right. Why bury shirts and bandanas? 
Hey, tiny thing that got me, I switched the planner. Bulletproof this radio scanners. Ballin' till they vanish. You're getting too much bread, they try to jam you. Boy from the hood, but got White House clamors. Side y'all, I don't agree with y'all parents. Politician never did shit for me. Except lie to me to start history. Wanna give me jail time in the fine? Fine. Let me commit a real crime. Kilo for GP. Out of spite, I just might flood these streets. Hear the freedom in my speech, got an onion from Universal, read it and weep. Would've bought the nest of Brooklyn for free. Except I made millions off of you fucking dweeb. I still own the building, I'm still keeping my seats. Y'all buy that bullshit, y'all better keep your receipts. Obama said, chill, you gon' get me impeached. You don't need this shit anyway, chill with me on the beach. Woo! Chill with me <laughs> on the beach and watch the asses go by. He said, quit president, nigga. Come be like bleak. this is like literally this dude just got pissed off watching fox news about him and went and got like timberland and swiss beats ah and just made a fucking throwaway song like this ain't on no album Mm -mm. this is like this it's just him being like, man, I'm mad. I need five minutes. Can I get five minutes from y'all fellas? Uh, we, I need to talk shit and get it off my chest about this. It's, oh my God, man. Just, uh, just, I mean, he's talking about Marco Rubio, Elena Ross, Lieutenant, uh, Mario Diaz Ballard. Um, just crazy. Just God damn, man. Just stop fucking with creative niggas, man. You don't know what they will do to you. You really don't. Like, because when they sit down and that creativity has something behind it that's forcing them to actually apply it, it be it anger or happy, but it's forcing them to apply it and think. Right. Wow. Right. So, um, just let me finish playing the rest of this, but it's only like a couple more seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the thing about it for me mm-hmm. was Jay was like, "Look at motherfucker, let me commit a real crime before we get to talking bullshit." And, you know, it was one of those things where he was sitting watching and he was like, "Hey Beyonce, you know what? I'm a little mad. I I think I'm gonna call the boys up. We gonna come in here do a studio. Give us about fifteen minutes, and I don't even want no money off of this shit. I, I'm just I'm just gonna release it. We ain't gonna sell it." 
Yeah. None of that. We everybody can do with that. But I want them to know I'm not pleased and I ain't happy. And it's one of them things where he goes, Do y'all motherfucking know who I am? I am more famous than everybody on the Senate and the Congress combined and probably make money than all y'all right. combined. And y'all want to fuck with me because I decided to go on a vacation with my wife and have a good time. I mean, like, plus the Democrats get all the cool musicians. I mean, who going to come back at this? Bo Cephas? <laughs> like, they just got to take this L and fall back, man. This is why you lose the youth vote. This is why I you lose the, the black vote. Like, th- y'all are just so not cool. It's just, it, 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 you can't have a wing of, the, of, of your party fucking with cool niggas because cool niggas always win because all they got to do is out cool your ass it's yeah it's a very it's a very easy thing to do and and, and, you, <laughs> and you know what all that's gonna happen is that this song that he made gonna be number one on the chart somewhere or some uh, so you know you know it'd be funny if somebody walked up to one of them crocs and go y'all gonna learn today right. well <laughs> actually uh speaking of which they at the white house uh press conference they were asked about this song um lord are you serious because you know journalism at its finest there's nothing else more important going on i think i have a clip here see if i can play it but um yeah they they asked they asked asked (laughs) these people about a song that jay-z wrote yeah politico's uh donovan slack uh, did some real important hard hitting investigation. Journalism. Released a rap today. I know the other day you said that Treasury was the one that cleared their trip. Mm-hmm. He su- he suggested that uh, he got White House clearance and that he personally spoke with the pre- president. I'll just quote. Yeah. So she didn't have nothing, motherfucking else to do. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. They was like, you know what? You you look like you bored. Go 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 listen to that Jay Z rap and, and act like every you know, go ahead and listen to that and and, and 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 report. I turned Havana into Atlanta. Boy from the hood, I got White House clearance. Obama said, quote, Chill, you gonna get me impeached. You don't need this expletive anyway, chill with me on the beach. <laughs> by the way the entire press corps and um the dude at the at the podium uh carney uh gave it as much uh credibility as it needed with that laugh yes like that is exactly the treatment that a dumbass question no one asked president bush about when jay-z said leave iraq alone we want our troops back home nobody was like uh jay-z said uh like come on what are we doing (laughs) i guess nothing rhymes with treasury because treasury offers and gives uh licenses for travel as you know and the white house has nothing to do with it so are you saying that he did not the president did not have a conversation i am absolutely saying that the white house from the president on down had nothing to do with anybody's personal anybody's travel to cuba that is something that treasury handles (laughs) ofac treasury these are tough words to rhyme it's a it's a song donovan the president did not communicate with jay-z thank you this trip Thank you. Jesus Christ, man. It's, and you know what? It was, he was forced to come out and say, look, bitch, this is a goddamn song. Don't waste my time. I made too much money. I'm representing the president. And you talk about motherfucking shit that ain't, the treasury does it. The people with the money, the treasure, they approved this, not Obama. Obama didn't go to Jay-Z and like, look, nigga, here's your pass. 
Don't ask me these stupid motherfucking questions while I'm up here on the podium. That's what he really won't say. But he had to keep his face. Right. I just want to hear. Uh, I, I want her to come back and do lyrics to everybody's uh, songs now. You know, I know she was like, hey, 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 my mother smokes crack and she's whack. I will fuck your bitch in the ass. Did, is, are, these, are these the words that, that were were really said to uh, young Jeezy said uh, the president is black and his Lambo is blue. And uh, I really would like to know um, exactly what the president plans on doing about that. Well, I wonder what, Did he have a conversation I, I, about the color of his Lambo with uh, Jeezy? I, I'm just wondering, you know, and, and wait a minute. I, I have a new one here. Pop a Molly. I'm sweating. Woo. Mm-hmm. Pop a Molly. I'm sweating. Um, was Molly really sweating? Um, we would like to know the answer to these questions. Right. <laughs> right. What? This makes no sense. Right. Uh, I just need them to, uh, to do, to just go through all the lyrics. And, um, and you know, and, and this goes to show you how much people waste their motherfucking time to find anything that they can tie to the president, no matter how fucking irrelevant it is to his presidency. And ask, my, my thing is that I know he was pissed. And, and you know what? She should have known the question was done when everybody in the room busted out laughing. Well, I would like her to ask about Lil Wayne's Barack Obama a Millie remix uh, in its entirety. Uh, did the president talk to him when he said, call the president? He's the next new president. He's a senator from Illinois. Yeah. His criteria compared to John McCain just isn't fair because he's BLAC. So the eyes are on me, on he. Through his, through his pencil, he write legislation with the country on his mind. Uh, now does the pre- has the president talked to Little Wayne about legislation ah. and with the country being on his mind as he writes this legislation? Uh, you know, I'm just wondering. He he said, "Y'all gonna learn today. What are we gonna learn today? Yes. Would the president answer these questions? Because." We have a lot of stupid children in the world that are not learning today. Yeah, you're going to learn a civics lesson in who approves travel is what you're going to learn today. Yes. Um, You know, maybe they should ask him about Lil B, Obama, base God lyrics. Oh, uh, Lord. You know, maybe they should bring that up because um, uh, he in his song, which appears to have nothing to do with the president, he does say, uh, I don't rock ice. I'll need no chain. Supercalifragilistic extra special dopeists. Mm-hmm. Dump his head in the car, dip his body in the ocean. Uh, now, is he talking about a murder that he ah! committed for the president uh, to dump someone's head in the car and dip their body in the ocean? Is there something that the president should be brought up on murder charges? Is an investigation open looking into these charges uh, for Barack Obama? No? Okay. All right. What's the official White House stance on... Uh, the murder of um this person <laughs> anyway man i just found that to be patently ridiculous yes a stupid ass question mm-hmm. um and the kind of question that you ask when you're just not being professional at um, all uh, i saw a couple people arguing about it on twitter and uh a former guest of the show and like friend uh q's alazar uh was actually <laughs> saying like it's just a throwaway question. It's not that important. It's like you are talking to the White House, man. Like one thing that has bothered me over the past few years, years. is the uh, the lax 
uh, attitude the press has had about yes, what was what, they what started out as a uh, as decorum uh when when it comes to asking questions and it feels like because this president is more approachable able to handle the press better mm-hmm. they have taken liberties um that have been at sometimes just downright disrespectful yes um and they're only like when bush was in office there was so much shady and secret shit going on that they refused to even ask about because they were just more worried about losing access to the being the White House press corps. Yeah, because they so would kick like, you out. You ask your own question. You're not. You're yeah. not getting back in here. So it's like let's not ask about weapons of mass destruction, though. That is a big question that is on everybody's mind. mind. Every every day, you just watch them act like there's not an issue there. And here we are asking the president or the White House about rap lyrics. Get the fuck out of here. Ain't that Are the you gonna truth. ask George W. Bush about fucking comedians making jokes about him? Like at some point you just have to go, the president is a cultural phenomenon, it's a thing, it's an office, it might make its way into a rap lyric or two. Um and people rap about presidents all the time. Yeah, and and, and right, exactly. It's just it, it's a ridiculous question to ask. Anyway. Um speaking of ridiculous questions to ask. Okay. Karen, I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but uh this is a question for a life coach dear abiola i think i glanced at it but no no i didn't really get into it Mm-hmm. Uh, she has abiola tv a hit web series and she's a passionate living coach um she gives love dating and self-esteem advice um so someone wrote her for some love dating and self-esteem advice dear abiola my man keeps calling me a nigger bitch during sex and i hate it what mm-hmm I've been married for a year and I'm at my wit's end. My investment banker husband is from a white old money family. I'm a first generation black American woman whose family is from the island of Jamaica. We met at a reunion for the Ivy League school we both attended and he proposed in six months. You know how sometimes the love and the romance is so fast, Karen. All you need is six months to have a sure thing. I guess so. Especially when they got a lot of money. We have the picture-perfect fantasy life. He wines and dines me, and we travel and shop the globe. Unlike all of the black men I've dated in my past, my husband is generous, loyal, committed, and considerate. Take that shot, Negro men. Ah, Talking about you, Leonard Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I randomly called him instead of everybody else. We're talking about you, wound god. Hmm? You black, ain't you? (laughs) <laughs> you're unfaithful ungenerous unloyal uncommitted and unconsiderate motherfuckers uh he courted me <laughs> and i never have to pay for anything he said i could quit my job and i did he makes me feel like a woman mm-hmm. a natural woman i bet i bet so and uh she will say so further in the article Uh-oh. i'm a little embarrassed to share our problem the first time first of all this sounds like your problem because he don't have a problem calling I say, this. is this an xyp question <laughs> right the first time he let the n-word drop was during sex on our honeymoon and now you, you didn't think that was gonna be a problem here's the thing karen and i find this interesting he waited until after they were married, married. to break out the the this in the bedroom like Honestly, it feels like something I would want to break out before we get married if this was my plan because I don't I want you to be down with this and I want somebody that's down with this for the rest of our lives if this is my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't need you to, I, like, if I break it out after the honeymoon, now introduce a new shit into this relationship, and you might not be cool with that, you know? Mm-mm. When I reacted negatively, he explained that a black woman he dated in the past enjoyed calling, uh, being called racial slurs. Don't you, all of us are not alike. You should ask me if I approve of this. Another time he joked that he had purchased my freedom. Oh! You say, oh! Oh, you for real! Yes. Oh! Oh, That's a good joke. She's a good one because as soon as that sentence would end, it got really, really ugly. He also speculated about whether his family could have owned mine because I have good hair. <gasps> then he made jokes about my pubic hair. See? She made her feel like a natural woman indeed. He called it my Negro Bush and referred to himself as a nigger lover. I wonder if Negro Bush is anything like Dave Chappelle's Black Bush. <laughs> Uh, what what did he actually what did he actually you know um if you let your hair grow on an afro baby can you comb it do do you, do you use use that 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 gel that lotion upside you know the black folks use on the hair I don't know uh he says I'm being overly sensitive because he loves me to death and should get a black pass for marrying me I told him that I don't appreciate these comments and he says that my friends and family probably use the n word all the time. <laughs> He try to act like he don't understand. <laughs> so that's that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite man. Oh, God. Say, I mean, people act like they're oblivious to the word definition uh, of the word, the history of the word. It's always beautiful when white people act like they don't understand the social racial dynamics of America and the history of such. Like <sighs> it is always amazing. Like uh, when I was talking to someone because they asked me what are we gonna talk about on the show as a white girl. And I was telling him we're going to talk about this article. And she was like, well, you know, I've dated black men and they've called me things in in the past or wanted me to say stuff in the bedroom. I was like, this woman wasn't willing, first of all. Which so is different. That's the that, whole, that's like, if there's right. no consent there, then you really can't do but it. But if she was, cons- if, if, if this was something that they both approved upon, go be happy. But the yeah. problem is that she has an issue with this. And I was like, uh, she was like, well, sometimes white people in private, like they might use the N word or even in a positive light like what's up my nigga i was like yeah but y'all won't do it necessarily in front of black people and uh she was like well people could call me cracker or something like that and i was like yeah but that's entirely on a personal one-to-one basis maybe you're right if you're offended by that no one should be calling you that and i understand that i don't think anyone should be calling somebody something that they don't want to be called if they're in a relationship and it's consensual all that stuff but Let's not act like it's the same, cause it ain't. No, it is. That's all. Not. And let, let's not. That was not four hundred years yeah. of black folks beating you up and calling you a cracker all day. Right. You're no. not. You're not stupid, and I'm not stupid. Let's not pretend to be stupid. But it's funny how this dude pretended to be on some. Well, your friends probably say it all the time. Why is the problem for me to say it? But it ain't the same. I listen to hip hop and uh, R and B. Did you hear the Jay Z song? Y'all got words today. He also asked why black people can use the word and he cannot. I don't use the, how did none of this come up before marriage? Anyway, uh, this is why you take more than six months to get married. Ain't right? that the truth? I don't use the word or believe in the nigga that slash nigger differentiation, uh, differentiation. Neither does my family. I'm too embarrassed to tell anyone about this. I know they might say that's what she gets for marrying a white man. 
every time we try to have we try having sex again the slurs fly our sex life is pretty much over right now because i pretend to be asleep every time my sexy handsome man wants to be with me i feel completely turned off i told i love my husband deeply so please don't tell me to leave him because that's not what i want to do well dad i feel like that sentence should say i love my money deeply very deeply <laughs> and i ain't got this, no this, job this money is making is, is is taking care of me you know what why am i writing this letter he might be right he did buy me and my family <laughs> that's what you're saying because you ain't going nowhere my husband you know what she must well say he made me sign a prenup i can't get anything if i leave my husband was my first interracial relationship please tell me racial slurs aren't normal between interracial couples i would like to figure this out before we have kids but i cannot afford to leave him and still maintain my lifestyle i ain't saying she a gold digger but she ain't mess with no broke white man but she be letting that man call her a broke nigga for sure yes how can i regain my sexual attraction for my husband signed black and proud um all right so uh number one um i feel like uh this is fake like i like my troll heart and my troll sense is tingling Ah! and i feel like someone who's just trying to troll black women wrote this shit in under the auspices of that being a black woman i don't think this person exists and I don't think that this any of this really happened. Uh, I think someone made this up and then sent it in. Like, it sounds too ridiculous. Because it sounds so motherfucking far-fetched. Right, right. So over the top. So ridiculous. Like, literally, this dude didn't do anything. Races are fucked up for months. months. Then the second you say, I do... He turns into fucking Leonardo DiCaprio from Django. Like, <laughs> no, I don't believe it. I think it's complete bullshit. And it was just a start conversation about it. Like he just suddenly turned to the white Wesley pipes and shit. You're going to take this dick nigga, bitch. You're going to do Are you going to leave some hanging out? Let them see it, nigga, bitch. Make it nasty, nigga, bitch. Like there's, <laughs> there's no dude that exists like this. Uh, that is also marrying these women and shit like that um and then as far as a solution to this if, if to treat it like a real problem uh fuck your lifestyle you gotta leave and okay. you better not bring no fucking kids into the world under some shit like this like unless should i leave before the kids come along like don't have kids with a motherfucker like this that's the truth kids gonna grow all kinds of complexes it's gotta be fake man i just don't believe it man it, it sounds like it sounds like bullshit to me um but uh the the um comments well, not the comments section. I didn't even read that, but um, she did write a response to it. Uh-oh. My dearest BAP, there is nothing about the situation that is okay. Of course, you're turned off. The biggest sex organ for us as a woman is between our ears. Unlike men, if, we, if we're turned off outside the bedroom, we will usually be turned off in the boudoir as well. True. So you're, so you're worried about maintaining your lifestyle, sis. Let's talk about maintaining your sense of self. First of all, you are not being overly sensitive and it's condescending for your husband to say that while he's calling you racist names. Uh, there's nothing normal about being called out of your name in any relationship. Second of all, queen, your husband needs a history lesson and you, you need counseling. His comments are verbally abusive and emotionally harmful. I agree that this issue needs to be addressed before you bring children into the future, into the picture. There are no black passes when our white friends ask why they can, can't use the N-word. I always wonder why they would even want to. Even though your husband's best, uh, last black girlfriend loved it, 
uh he should respect your choices black people are not a monolith in addition no one should ever compare a partner to an ex um so it goes on with some more like actual legit response but i'm not interested in that i just wanted to laugh at how fucking dumb that question was yes um keeping it racy Uh oh gotta keep it racy oh you know the other thing i was wondering like if it was real um how long did he want to say that yeah and like how many times did he try first like because that's some shit you build towards like all shit talking in the bedroom like the first time that you want to put a thumb in her ass you don't necessarily do it the first time (laughs) okay because she's a lady and you have to work your way up to that oh lord but like the fifth time that you want to put that thumb in her ass you just kind of start sliding in and just see what happens right i feel like that's the same thing with nigger bitch you don't work you work into that like the first time you gotta really put it down too you gotta like because there's a lot on the line like unlike a thumb in the ass you just take it back and never do it again (laughs) this can never come back like you could never come back from nigger bitch like that is in play forever for the rest of your life and you have to be very uh assertive with this kind of shit talking in the bedroom you can't and you can't go hey nigga bitch you gotta really stick it you yeah, know with your chest right so i wonder if like the first few times he like tried to mumble it and shit and she couldn't really understand what he was saying and he backed off you know he's like oh yeah yeah take this thing nigga bitch what uh, huh I said take uh just take just take the dick what's, what's wrong okay i thought i heard you say no Mm-mm, that was it all right I turn over and let me hit it from the back, you nigga bitch. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, uh, you take it from the back. And then, you know, she really didn't want to hear it because it's so fucked up. She don't want to believe it. So you're like, well, do you call me a naked bitch? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, turn around, you naked bitch. Yeah, uh, okay. All right. Uh, I guess so. You know, it's a little rougher than normal, but I'll take that. Yeah, I own your family. What? What is that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by, oh my, what does that have to do with us having sex? Do you want, do we need to stop and talk about something? I know. We need to have a conversation. Yeah. Oh, I was just, uh, no, I'll just, and then finally when he did say it, like, she had to be, like, she, it, it had to be like at, at the orgasm or something. Like, there's no way he could do that and keep going. So it really had to be at the climax the first time he brought it out. Like, it had to be like the la- the vinegar strokes of, <laughs> Sex. Ah, you making that ugly smelling vinegar face and been like, oh, nigga, bitch. Oh, and then, and then go to now, sleep. And now a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just seemed like some shit you can't break out on a normal. Maybe that's what all that comedy was for to prepare her Maybe. for the nigga, bitch. He was making all these jokes about a pubic hair and shit. Like, oh, yo, pubic hair look like Frederick Douglass or some shit. It's like, hmm, where's all these racial jokes coming from? I got a black pass, right? Black pass. Remember that? Nigga, bitch. Um, <laughs> another article, um, race, sex, and BDSM on <laughs> quote unquote plantation retreats. Plantation retreats. Yeah. Well, that was already happening. This, you know. What was already happening? That shit on plantation retreats. The masters was doing that shit to slaves. This ain't nothing new. Mm hmm. They were stringing them up and shit. They yeah. already got the change. I'm sure they already got the change and all that shit. There ain't no telling what's happening out there in them hundreds and hundreds of acres of land. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of N-words and bitches being thrown around on this. Oh, a lot of nigga bitches. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently this is a new thing for a lot of people. Um, 
daily coast reported um those who have loved and dated across the color line have to negotiate the realities of race in our society and by extension its impact on their relationships for many this is done through explicit conversations for others through dialogues uh come implicitly through gestures and taking for granted shared assumptions but how many folks actually talk about how race impacts their own sexuality attraction physicality or notions of the erotic we live in a society that is structured around many different hierarchies of power, authority, and difference. As Foucault brilliantly observed, power is not sitting out there in the ether and abstraction that we talk about in philosophy classes. Power acts through and upon bodies. Uh, certain people are racialized in American society, for example, their bodies are locations of power and yet resistance. Likewise, certain types of bodies are marked as normal while others are deemed different or abnormal. The popular imagination holds many assumptions about particular bo- types of bodies. The black male body is something to be policed, controlled, and feared. It is both envied and despised. The Asian female body is erotic and submissive. The black female body alternates between being fecund. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. F-E-C-U-N-D. I'm sure someone in the chat room knows always available and out of control while simultaneously marked as masculine, asexual, and unattractive. Latinas are hot and sexy. Uh, white bodies are of a certain type are taken as the baseline for what is considered beautiful or normal. Ironically, the bodies of black and brown people, which are considered beautiful or attractive by the white gaze, are judged as such either by how different they are from white norms, the exotic or savage, or how close they these racialized bodies, almost like imposter stand-ins, are to the normalized white body. Uh, the very language we use to discuss race, physical, the physical and the sexual is a quotidian, quotidian example of power in action. But how are matters complicated when a significant part of a given person's sexuality and sense of erotic is centered on playing with the dynamics of dominance and submission? Consider the following passage from the color lines article playing with race, not Uh-oh. to be confused with guess the race, not to be confused. <laughs> right. Contrary to our popular notions, BDSM is not about abuse. It is consensual and trusting, and people refer to it as play, as in I want to play with you. The point of BDSM is not sexual intercourse. In fact, when Williams recalls her first experience as a masochist seven years ago, she said she met her partner, a white man, at a bar and fell in love at first sight. They made their way back to the hotel. Uh, for the first time, I felt someone could see who I really was. And that was someone who found it erotic to be a submissive to her partner. In recent years, Williams has added another element to her repertoire as a masochist. She's begun to engage in what is called race play or racial play. That is getting aroused by intentionally using racial epithets like the word nigger or racist scenarios like a slave auction. Race play is being enjoyed in the privacy of bedrooms and publicly at BDSM parties. I believe that. So they have parties for this uh, race play stuff. And it's far from just black and white. It also includes playing out Nazi interrogations of Jews or Latino and black racism. And the players can be of any racial background and paired up in a number of ways, including the black man calling his black girlfriend a nigger bitch. Um, So that's popular on these streets these days. White master seeking black slave, however, seems the most popular of the combinations. I cannot engage in such types of role play. My personal politics would not allow it. My libido would not respond. That is my choice. I do not deny others their pleasure, says the author of this article. 
um however as someone interested in the relationship between race politics and racial ideologies i'm fascinated by how individuals no- negotiate white supremacy and power are people like williams or melina more evolved and progressive than those of us who cannot decouple the realities and burdens of race from their bodies and psyches in the present are they caring maybe they're just more evolved into calling each other nigger and shit like that and beating each other with whips like yeah, maybe so. it's us that are being uptight about it that's what i think alternatively could this deep down uh, deep sense of both owning and living in a racialized body be turned into a location for pleasures and catharsis um and they go on and on in the article like it, it goes on for a while they show like there's one where a black dude is standing in front of a confederate flag on like a slave auction block and someone is clearly holding his dick and Ooh. the other person has him by a chain holding a whip and uh everybody involved in the picture is a man so it's just uh really weird shit people out here uh trying to um people people out here trying to get um trying to get they they race play on um so if you're into that there's an article for you to read um speaking of race play Mm -hmm. i'm just i wanted to talk about those things first and get it out of the out of the way Okay? okay um because i found out i think it was monday racism is dead and it's over in america racism is not dead two people combined to to end it and spread the word and i'm feeling like you know we're very post-racial now Mm. uh because brad paisley and hip-hop legend ll cool j made a song together and uh I, I just gotta thank them, man. That you nigga know. still making music? Yes, Brad Paisley is still making music, Karen. Okay, mm-hmm. just wanted to be sure. Um, so I, I will play some of the song for you. Starbucks down on name I hope you understand When I put on that t-shirt The only thing I meant to say Is I'm a Skinnerd fan The red flag on my chest somehow is like the elephant I just walked him right in the room Just a proud rebel son With an old can of worms Looking like I got a lot to learn But from my point of view I'm just a white man Coming to you from the south land Trying to This nation. I'm mad you singing the hell out this song. Pieces walking on eggshells, fighting over yesterday. 
Southern pride and Southern blame. Okay, Manila gonna come in. We don't have five minutes of singing. Wait, wait. First of all, Karen, this man is talking about ending the racial negativity that is still harbored this today. Like a bad country song. Can't listen to the words. Don't just close your mind like all I'm these not, other small-minded I'm not, I'm not Negroes are doing. My mind, and there is some country I can get down with. But mm. this man is trying to bleed out his soul. Okay, now okay. let this man express himself. Reconstruction. Fix the buildings, dried some tears. We're still sifting through rubble. After a hundred fifty years, I try to put myself in your shoes. And that's a good place to begin. It ain't like I can walk a mile. And someone else's skin. Sing it, Brad. I'm mad you are really serious about this bullshit. Between Southern pride and Southern blame. Take a real man to stand up and say that, Brad. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good. You should try to get to know me. I really, really wish you would. Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the south into firewood. I want you to get paid or be a slave. I mean, LL really wasn't never there because LL was it's not from the south. But nah, he but not. I get his point though. These are post-racial bars that he is dropping, alleviating that white guilt, man. I I, I support this, brother. Good job, LL. Let's get the races together in harmony, man. Let's get over this shit. I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the south into firewood. I want you to get paid but be a slave. I never could feel like a newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods. So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. See, Karen, we both, we all the same. We all judge the cover and not the book when it comes to looking at people, whether it's the rebel flag and the 400 years of oppression and history and systematic, you know, enslavement of people or is, you know, the fact that I'm, my pants are sagging. It's the same thing, Karen. And people need to recognize it. Stop trying to confuse Southern pride with Southern blame. Newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods. So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. I'd love to buy you a beer, conversate and clear the air. But I see that red flag and I think you wish I wasn't here. Man, 
and Dixon need some fixing. I hope you understand what this is all about. Quite frankly, I'm a black Yankee, but I've been thinking about this lately. Appreciate it, LL. Bygones is bygones. Make things right. Let bygones be bygones. All that's left. Ha <laughs> ha. Southern pride. Rest in peace, Robert E. Lee. Rest in peace, Robert E. Lee. Ha <laughs> ha. Appreciate you, bro. It's real. Give a shout outs. A, A. This is what you're gonna get now since Raw has unlimited time. Just letting y'all know. B, I'm surprised LL made it that long. He ain't lick his lips not one time during the whole time he's rapping. <laughs> I like to give a shout out to Sherman, too. You know, let's not leave anybody out, guys. Oh. Um, I, 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 I like I like to give a, a, a shout out to my heart because it's broken for this terrible ass song. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, everybody can, um, you know, get with it, but you know, a lot of times songs are ahead of their times and people are behind. So they have issues with really giving, uh, people, uh, credit for being ahead of the time. I mean, LL and Brad are already post-racial and they're trying to pull the rest of us in with them. And Negroes have been very resistant to the song and I don't understand. So when I see it's just a white man giving his point of view and then a brother coming along and alleviating all white guilt and responsibility to the past. That's all. So when I see a rebel flag and everything it represented and everything, I'm supposed to just ignore that mm-hmm. and go over there and sit down with you and have a beer. Well, look, if you wearing a do rag, cause I judge people with do rags. Like if I see, I judge rubber flags. Okay? If I see a bunch of people with do rags in 2013, I don't eat at that establishment. Like if I walk, if in, I see rubber flags, I don't go into that establishment. Right. Same thing. Right. But Brad has got me thinking about changing, man. Same thing with LL. Mm. I realize now that I've been in the wrong. No, I need my black white wife to stay here and take care of me. I don't need you dying because you want to step outside your boundary rounds because you think you free and white now and you can go anywhere. <laughs> you please and dance all up in there like hey i'm white and i'm uh, you know and don't fuck with no i need for you to stay alive my brother stay alive you you black you know i i'm sorry to inform you your skin is brown and if you walk up in somewhere where they waving a white rebel flag you might not make it alive see that's the old thinking karen okay that's the old thinking you have to think about the new south okay what's you're the still, new south you're still stuck on southern blame me brad and ll we on southern pride even though LL has never been to the South. He's just a, a, a Yankee that has been thinking about it lately, you know, but I appreciate him, you know, offering some, some thoughts on the situation. And this is what it's going to take to make everybody like nobody had a problem with Michael Jackson and black or white. And we forgot about the problematic lyrics of that. No, everybody was cool. All the black people I know support that because song, it even though he called Jewish people kikes. In the song, people were okay with that. <laughs> Somehow that message of sl- of racial unity was fine. Even though the guy said it's not about spaces, or not about faces, about places, spaces, where people come from. Yeah, places you can get shot, places you can get stabbed, places that can hang you up. Yeah, them, them places. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Them places, yeah. You stay out of them places, sir. All right, I'll see how y'all are being, man. I, 
I guess we can't reach all of you guys at nope, once. Nope, because you ain't reaching me. The song ain't going nowhere, people. Okay? We're going to still have to talk about the difference between Southern pride and Southern blame. Um, <laughs> here's an article, um, and I'm only bringing this up because it has been all over Twitter the last few days. Uh-oh. Um, everybody knows I follow Selena, uh Maxwell. Um, and, uh, you know, she's good people and stuff like that. Uh, and she, uh, has been all over like Fox News lately and going on there and being challenged and arguing with people that I consider idiots, but you gotta do what you gotta do to get paid. I get it. Well, her thing this week, uh, and I think it's a lot of, I guess it must be a lot of women that are promoting this is to end street harassment. Um, like sexual harassment on the streets oh yeah we talked about this yeah yeah i guess uh, a lot of people out there uh grabbing ass and yelling at women when they walk down the street mm-hmm. on hey miss lady bitch mm-hmm. you know stuff like that hey baby hey shorty what's your name yeah hey you come over here girl what i'm not fucking 10 right so um uh there was an article that said uh yes men bottom pigeon is sexual assault and catcalling offends us too. Why it's time to stamp out everyday sexism and stop telling women to lighten up? And uh, the article has a bunch of pictures of dudes in the workplace, like looking like they're grabbing their coworkers' ass and shit. Like, and they're in corporate workplace. Does that happen? Like, in a corporate environment? Like, I that is crazy to me. Like, I think my mind is just so fucking distant from the kind of person that would do that. that. I can't imagine risking my fucking job to grab some lady's ass even as a joke. And the sad part about it, it has happened and it has happened multiple times. Mm. This is why you have to waste an hour, an hour and a half out your day for these sexual harassment. Don't talk about breasts. Don't talk about ass. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics, which some people motherfucking ain't know all that shit anyway. But they tell you this shit because somebody thought it was okay to say, hey, Brenda, nice tits. And, I, and, I just, and the office meeting one day. Like, I just, like, I, I've never, I've, like, I've seen people flirt with each other, but I've never seen this. Like, I've never done it. I've never seen it. No one's ever told me about like, oh, one time this dude grabbed my titties. Like, that you is know, it, weird. And I bet you it to me in, in corporate America, I think it, I guess in my opinion, I think that's something that might happen higher up. And the reason why I say higher that, up, yeah, like higher up, because once you get like the jobs that we do, no, but once you get hired, well, you're talking about like real money, promotions, you know, raises. Mm. And shit like that, or people have power, or they think they have power. It wouldn't oh, surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. me I if agree. people start doing that See, shit I, I because think, they know, hey, you want this job, you want that promotion, don't you? I think most workplace sexual harassment occurs at the jobs we've held, though, like waiter, McDonald's. Okay, now but, those jobs, yes, yeah, yes, but, yes, but in corporate America, I'm yeah, just these about pictures are all like corporate America, which I just it sounds like absurd to me but yeah and it, i guess it must happen i oh, mean there's yeah. a lot of single people and i'm sure signals get mixed and shit like that but yeah. you know as far as street harassment goes i don't think you should ever put your hands on somebody no and personally i think it's tacky to yell at women and holler at, hey girl you looking good and shit like that and all that is well and good the only thing that seems to be lost in the shuffle is um Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's our podcast and we do talk about this shit. Some women do like that shit. And they do. Yes, they do. Um, 
unfortunately as long as that exists uh that's going to be a thing that's going to yeah, continue to and, happen and, and if we want if people keep speaking for all women and denying it it's not fucking true i've seen it mm-hmm. with my own i've seen I that have, with my own eyes yes I, I have and never seen anybody grab somebody's ass at uh the office so and i guarantee that's more people like that than uh than not like i've seen and it's always perplexes me it always i'm always looking at the people like what that worked saying a girl or trying to grab her arm when she walks by i can't believe someone would stop and give you their number or go out on a date with you or i can't even believe that happened but it does because because it works and it's and it's one of those things where it's frustrating on both sides it's almost like the creep thing we talked about before it's one of those things where I know it's a lot of good dudes out there that try to approach women on the street and they might even approach her in, in, in a more professional manner. But you have to think there are more in my personal, I guess from my experience, there are more women that don't want you to do that than do want you to do that a lot more. Yeah. Um, and the problem is this, especially if you're a woman that has big ass and big titties and, and, and it can be seen, you walk around and all day long, hey girl, hey, especially in places where right. you use public transportation, right. you know, you don't really drive around a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not, I don't think anyone isn't aware of the problem. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people are going, well, this isn't an issue. I'm just saying that the reason that it really keeps happening is because the, on the off chance that you might get in. That's all yeah. dudes are doing constantly. They're just on and like the it might be a one out of a thousand chance. There's gonna always be some lame ass motherfucker willing to put it all on the line for the one out of a thousand chance. And there's always gonna be like and there's and and I don't like all like all we can do is kind of admonish it and point it out that it's tacky and not cool and yes, wack. Yes, yeah. But but it's just so weird that because I don't think it'll ever stop. No, I don't think it either. It is either as long as you have uh, women that enjoy that attention, like that attention, and it doesn't bother them. You're going to have the dudes that's going to continue to do this. Yeah, um, the, but dudes the, will do anything for uh, a half a percent chance. Like yes, it, yes, yes, it's they fucking, will. It's fucking ridiculous. It's the same mentality of dudes that buy drinks in the club. Like really, is everybody that buys a drink getting some getting on a date or getting the attention back that night? No, 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 there's a lot of women drinking your drink and you got to go on your fucking walk and find another woman that might let you buy a drink. Mm-hmm. And that's just how the game is played. Um, and dudes will continue to buy drinks for the rest of existence because there's a half a percent chance that she might let you get a number or something. And that's what the fuck the street harassment shit is on a basic level is a bunch of no game, lame ass motherfuckers just Ain't that the truth. yelling at chicks, hoping they get a chance that, uh, they'll be able to get some, some type of response from it. Yeah. And, and I, and like I said, and for, for somebody like me who hates that shit, really, really fucking hates that shit. Yeah. It is annoying. Like, like it's like, it's been times where I've had to like, you know, it's a pretty spring day. You're sitting in your car. Next thing you know, a car rolls up beside you, and motherfuckers just stare in the car like you never seen a fucking woman before in their goddamn life. Right. And you got to roll up the windows to turn the music on. A lot of times I have to pretend I'm on my cell yeah, it phone. Seems, it seems, and you're like, oh, go, don't do this. Yeah, it seems hella annoying. It, it's fucking um, annoying. And even as a man, when I hear about, like, like, if something happens to Karen's, like, I was at the store and this dude did this thing. 
like i get mad where i'm like what the like just be fucking cool man like i i'm not saying like they're just like when you approach somebody like that you're scaring them yes you you're, are you're, you're annoying them um very rarely is it actually the person that's gonna go oh you know what my pussy's wet yes i will let you holler at me like but but just like i said it's one of those things i don't ever see it going away i I don't um, either no matter what and 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 the the the, the, it's it's several problems a you're a man approaching a woman in a somewhat aggressive manner when when you talk about this Mm -hmm. you don't know if this woman been raped you don't know if she's been molested you don't know anything about her past at all that's every situation, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but in situations like yeah. this, especially if you're walking alone, yeah. you're by yourself right. at night, some nigga just randomly walk up at you, you don't know if he's gonna bust you upside the head. Yeah. Like, like you, a woman automatically goes in panic mode. Yeah. You know, I'm not, it's, it's like, you might have a few women that be like, you know, hey baby, you know, we can do this, but the average woman is gonna look at you like, nigga, get away from me. And then, what they also, the part of the harassment they don't talk about is when you say no, all dudes don't take this smoothly. They yeah. get angry, they get aggressive, fuck you bitch, you know, it's, and it's the thing is, attacking sometimes. And the thing is, I haven't even seen that reaction a lot, but I've only, I've pro- matter of fact, in my life, I've probably only seen one or two dudes that did something really ignorant when a girl ignored them. And the first time I was in college when it happened and everybody laughed, which only made it worse for the girl. Yeah. Now she's embarrassed and everybody thinks it's funny that because she didn't give a guy the time of day that he called her a bitch in front of everybody and started cursing. Yeah. You and that dude had away. legit mental problems and shit. And, you know he ended up getting beat up and stuff later but the point being in that small moment everybody just laughed at it they thought that shit was funny they thought thought it was uh cute and and it's not not even cute but just absurd that like i i wouldn't say that anyone thought it was acceptable they laugh because it's like watching someone fall on the concrete where you're like your first reaction is ha because you that's weird you never see it it's crazy i don't know how to take it and yeah. this must be a fucking cartoon or a movie because nothing but a comedy would you see something like this happen and then you find out bam you know and uh, I'll see Brent saying the problem is so many women respond to disrespectful attention in a positive way that dudes keep approaching women this way well that's the thing I don't even think it's a lot of women no the percentage I think is small it's a, I think people over like in order to blame women for this mm-hmm. they overestimate what I'm, it is and it's I think it's a very small percentage of very women small. that actually go, I didn't mind that he approached me that way. Very. And then you have a lot of dudes who are taking this point oh 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 whatever chance that they can get some on every woman. On every woman. Because dudes are fucking ridiculous. And that's what's annoying. And then, right. you know, then you have like reasonable dudes that approach her. Why you got to add to? Why you angry? Because yeah. you're the... 50th man that has approached me today talk about my ass or my titties or how pretty you look or hollering at me right. about my number it gets annoying and a lot of times men don't take that into consideration you're not the first man that realized i got a heavy chest you're not right. the first man that realized my thighs are thick you're not right. the first man and it becomes annoying and a lot of women just builds up build up walls it's almost you know how when you wake up in the morning you pull on your coat they wake up in the morning and put on that attitude because if they right. don't they was like i'm gonna have to punch them in the face if, if one come at me today right I like I like uh, I'm hyper aware of shit all the time 
so like uh i remember i was leaving somewhere yesterday and oh i was leaving panera bread and a black woman was in line and she was you know uh she was looking somewhat attractive or whatnot and at the time like she had a sweater on but the sweater was like uh uh, the kind you button up right Mm -hmm. and so her cleavage was showing not a lot but it was just showing a little bit i'm walking by in my post gym workout clothes or whatever i made eye contact with her didn't even wasn't even trying to talk to her wasn't even going to speak honestly um and she wrapped up like a white woman wrapping up a person in the elevator like because you just assumed it, yeah and yes and it just sucks that that's what life is for everybody but in general Even man, though you might not have been paying no attention but she doesn't know that right in general though there's just uh a, not a lot of uh you know that that's like uh, some dudes might have taken that away like i wasn't trying to holler at you anyway but i really just walked away like that's fucked up that you know, she has to put that on when she walks out the house, basically that, that attitude mm-hmm. or else some dude would stop and be like, Hey girl, you and, know, you know, and you know, and what people don't also want to talk about this is that people like me, I'm very, very friendly and very nice. And sometimes depending on what's going on, I have to get mean like that too, because for some reason, the second you crack a fucking smile or you're like, okay, you're just trying to be nice. A lot of dudes take that as a window. That's not a window. I'm just trying to be nice to you. But because I smile, now I got to beat you off with a fucking stick because you take that as an opening. Right. Dudes are thirsty, man. And they're going to try everything. Um, Like Brendan saying, he's only talking about the women in his area and under a certain age. We've all been under that age. We've all had. It's just it's all it's always just a low chance that it'll work. And Mm -hmm. dudes are taking it. And dudes are doing it with everything. And, and, and all, every age, harass- too. Yeah, street harassment isn't any different. I've seen old men yes. doing this shit to, to women. I, it's, it's, it's really not, uh, you know, and I, you know, I don't think a hashtag on Twitter is going to stop it. Nope. You know, but, but yeah, I, I guarantee that, uh, it's, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, someone says it's like the lotto. I think it's kind of like the lotto where yeah. people are just playing their fucking chances and hoping one day they they win. Yeah. And then, you know, in uh certain areas, uh I think that is like the norm, but that doesn't make it works more often. It just means the norm. It's that's the way dudes holler at chicks. If 100% of dudes holler at chicks that way, then uh what options are women facing every day? They might even start feeling like it's normalized. But in general, though, a lot of the people that were blogging about it, retweeting it, hashtagging it and shit, I don't think it have any impact because you're preaching to the choir. True. You know, like you're not talking to someone that's a loser enough to be doing a girl rolling down the window, riding down the street type of shit. Like that dude is not reading your Twitter timeline. So, you know, I don't know how you solve this thing, but it was just one of those like. You know, I read that article and was like, I guess everybody's talking about it. So we got to talk about it. Um, a man with no job spent $140,000 on a phone sex hotline. He don't, he don't, he don't got the internet. Unemployed British man. Uh, Kevin Waldron, 45, told the son that he got hooked on the service after his girlfriend left him. Now, here's the thing. You can't blame this on your girlfriend leaving you because I guarantee your relationship with your girlfriend wasn't uh, costing you uh, 75 cents a minute. I ain't that the truth. And, uh, and you, 999 each minute after that. And it's 140000 thousand. And it's $3 an hour. So that's a lot of hours, bro. You can't. Ooh. 
yeah you that's not a girlfriend away nobody else is a girlfriend away from running up over a hundred thousand dollars in phone sex charges that's somebody's salary that you put in phone sex charges he compl- for a whole year <laughs> at one point he spent 22 hours a day on the service <gasps> he complained to the paper these girls pretend to be your best friend but they're all there just to make a lot of money off of you his phone company offered to settle the bill for $44,600, but he says he still can't afford to pay it and that the eye-popping bill is only partly my fault. Nah, so, you know what? Partly. You maybe got they, they considered dropping it because, they, nigga, you charged this. You got to pay it all. Yeah, so I thought that was... uh. Yeah, you're an idiot. That's their job. Their job is to keep you on it's as like, long as like, they can. This is what they're getting paid to do. It's like going to the strip club. Like, they don't really want to dance on your lap. I found out they'll only do it for money. So, I, you know, I really don't understand There's no why. love involved? Yeah, no one wanted to go out on a date or talk to me afterwards. Um, They just wanted the money and then they they wanted to leave i i was very upset 22 hours would you sleep for two hours and pick the phone up and call them right back yeah basically um let's see what else we got um oh the vatican uh apparently uh, a couple of porn actresses found out that uh their work was being downloaded by anonymous source in vatican city which is, you know, of course, the capital of the Catholic religion. Mm. Uh, one of them's a pre-op transsexual. Wow. Um, yeah, not surprised. What do y'all think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They be jacking off, and yeah, yes, I'm surprised that's happened more often. Ain't that the truth? Well, they just get an IT department? Like They must have did. I'm actually that, applauding that, them for only two. That new pope came in and be like, you know what? You know what? Let's, 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 let's crack on all these scandals before they break out again. Yeah, I didn't know the transsexual uh, porn star, Tiffany Starr. But I did know Sheena Shaw. Um, okay. So apparently they're into pogs at the Vatican. What's and, a pogs? Uh, fat ass white girls. Oh, okay. And um, I'm also surprised that they didn't um find any gay porn, like straight up just man on man. Um, they probably didn't need look, but I guarantee yeah. you it's a lot of that. And I'm sure there was a lot of illegal uh child porn. Child that porn that, that, that crack I, I would have expected to be found, but uh. Mm-hmm. I figured the kind of people that download child porn are probably very, very good at hiding it from IT. Um, Excellent at hiding it from IT. Apparently, the Cookie Monster's wilding out. When we last saw the Cookie Monster, uh oh, cooked to his friends shortly after he recorded the Friday parody video, he was flying high. Having just finalized a messy divorce, Cook has immersed himself in yoga, tracing back to his family lineage. Oh, what kind? What? what I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Um. Cookie Monster got a wife and married. I thought yeah. his this whole his love was cookies. He swore he hadn't had a sip of milk in months. As we said our goodbyes at the rap ah. party, he looked like a new monster. He had that special googliness in his giant bulging eyes. So we didn't want to believe those payphone calls we got last week late at night. The stench of two percent practically seeping through the receiver. Uh oh. Now we learned that Cookie Monster was arrested yesterday for shoving a two year old in Times Square. Oh, damn. According to the post, you know, you got she these don't, people that. don't want to go to Sesame Street again, you know. You know, you got these people that dress up like these characters and then they ask for tips. You know, wow. like there's a Mickey Mouse and a Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, according to the post, a Connecticut mother and her son posed with the unauthorized like costume likeness of Cookie Monster for a photo yesterday afternoon when they declined to tip Cookie Monster. He cursed the mother and pushed the child to the ground. <laughs> I gotta give me these cookies, bitch. You gonna pay. 
police arrested the man inside the suit 33 year old osvaldo Cures lopez and cha- charged him with reckless endangerment and endangering the welfare of a child the dispute was over two dollars but in all fairness you know how many cookies that can buy that's a lot of cookies get a good sale Maybe they were Kanye breast cookies, carnal dish cookies. Hey, yeah, you have to get you have to get more than two dollars. Hey, I'll push a two year old to the ground for them carnal dish cookies. Now nah, I would too. Another two photos, uh, and he'd have had enough for a pint of farmland dairy and a sack of famous Amos. So all he need was six dollars. Um, but yeah, that that's just funny. That's almost like Good remember the Elmo. Folks. Remember the Elmo that was doing the Jewish racial slurs and shit? Mm-hmm. It's almost like, it reminds me of that a little bit. Where it's like, Elmo, hate kikes. You're like, what the fuck just happened here? What, what, I don't understand. Elmo, no. You can't be doing this. Uh, we got to talk about sore ratchetness, Karen. Ninja attack. Let's do this. And guess the race. So Uh-oh, no. people that uh, want to guess, guess. He went after another man with a sword. Aaron Brulbeck has the story. It's new at 10. A Marshalltown man thought he was doing a good deed, helping a friend change the locks on her house. What he didn't expect, though, is that he and his truck would be attacked by a guy wielding a ninja sword. It all started when police say this guy, 36-year-old William Thompson, came home to find his ex-fiancee was having the locks changed at their home. And then he just snapped. She was trying to tell me to go inside the house, so... Like, you know, I, I don't want no problems, you know. It's none of my business what you guys are going through. It's just, you know, I'm here doing you a favor. But no good deed goes unpunished. Police say Thompson chased after the victim, who asked that we not reveal his identity, with a ninja sword. He falls and he just, you know, he's on the ground. Once he's in the ground, he gets up and then he comes towards me while I'm inside my truck, backing up. This guy comes and starts hitting my truck. With this sword, man, I'm telling you. The victim wasn't hurt, but his truck was damaged by the sword. You can see the dents from the blade. This is once in a lifetime. It's pretty bad, dude. I can tell you. Bad experience. That's I guess that's what I get for being nice. In Marshalltown, Aaron Brillback, Channel 13 News. Thompson is charged with criminal mischief, going armed with intent, and public intoxication. Waterloo, please. All right. So guess the race of Mr. William Thompson sword swinging ninja he broke up with his girlfriend and couldn't go back home black d paul says rapist of mother africa oh uh nigger bitch says greg accidental racist says d paul (laughs) r2d2 white one who was freed by abe lincoln williams definitely a cheese eater one who gets his clothes burned in his car for fucking that white bitch and oh. Samurai Shampoo White, Luke, I'm your father, White, one who was judged for his do-rag. The correct answer is black. He was black, y'all. Yeah. Don't know how so many of y'all got that. That's, that seemed like a very white crime. Ain't that the truth. Uh, and that name. Yeah, William Thompson. But uh, you guys did it, man. Um, another guest to race, a 61-year-old Tamarack man is accused of slicing his ex-wife's neck with a samurai sword during a drunken fight at their condo unit. Adam Pridrizak, uh was arrested around 1.30 a.m. Tuesday after the altercation took place at the condo. Uh, according to an arrest report, Pedrizak, I don't know, was, <laughs> was dr- drunk during the fight using a samurai-type sword to cause a gash between the back of his ex-wife's neck and right ear. <laughs> the ex-wife, Wanda, 60, 
needed nine stitches according to the report the couple still lives together damn he could have killed her even though broward oh broward oh florida oh this is florida oh son of a bitch chill (laughs) (sighs) even though broward county uh court records show they divorced in 1989 adam has been convicted three times of dui since 1993 a prosecutor said during a court hearing tuesday broward judge john j hurley said prejacks bond is at set at fifty thousand dollars he ordered him to stay away from alcohol and have no contact with his ex-wife well technically the sword had all the contact anyway guess the race of uh mr prejack um buckwild white says p funk um so that's pretty white Pollock says gregnitude <laughs> Pollock. uh it wouldn't have taken three of them uh one to hold the man still and two to swing the sword um Ladies love Cool James is his public defender. White, pale face, three DUIs, and he's still driving Paisley White. Old May, old MacBook White, straight from Dogtown White. Tamarack has a lot of old white people in it. I'm gonna guess Jewish cracker. One half Anglo, one half Saxon. White, he got off way too easy. And Duke of Hazard, correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. He was a white man, everybody. Um. Another one, a Kingsport man has been arrested after allegedly stabbing another individual in the stomach with a samurai sword. That's right. Three, oh, my. Three sword stories in a row. I know. We can overload here. I actually have like 10 more. I'm just not covering them all. <laughs> this is how much shit happens ah. with these fucking swords. Leaving her hospitalized in critical condition, Mark Anthony Vermillion, 39, is charged with aggravated assault in the, in the Monday afternoon incident. Kingsport Police Department records say it occurred inside his residence. Police were called to the area shortly after 4 p.m. They reportedly found Joseph Wexler, 34, lying on the ground in front of Pinecrest Apartments. He had a stab wound to his abdomen. And he identified Mark Anthony Vermillion as his attacker. KPD Detective Chris Tincher says Vermillion allegedly told Wexler to leave his apartment, but Wexler refused, prompting the attack with the samurai-style sword. Investigators are still sorting through conflicting accounts from both men as to what fueled the confrontation. Vermillion was arrested at his apartment without incident, charged of aggravated assault, booked in the county jail. Um, so guess the race of Mr. Mark Anthony Vermillion, 39, way too old to be playing with fucking swords. I know it's so. Gandalf the cheese eater <laughs> thinks meth is a gateway drug, white. Oh. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. wiggity white from ashes three classy um the correct answer is wait craft cheese supporter slave master one whose back is perpetually way wet i'm assuming um lord of velveta he uses the sword to cut cheese cack the correct answer is white yes sir it was white man yes. only one person missed that um all right we'll do one more and uh then we'll do our announcement Grandmother's chaperones elementary school field trip while drunk. Wow. Palm Bay police arrested a grandmother they say was chaperoning an elementary school field trip at Wonderworks while intoxicated. Catherine Wright, 58, has been charged with disorderly intoxication and battery. Another chaperone told police that while at the Luckmar Elementary School field trip on Thursday night, Wright used profane language and was falling down on the bus with children present. Granny was getting it. Yes, she was. Uh, right then shoved and shouted profanities at the other chaperone as she tried to keep, uh, help keep right calm. 
according to the report the other chaperone said the incident scared the other children on the bus of course police said white couldn't stand or walk huh. when paramedics arrived and was taken to the hospital for evaluation who gets this drunk oh she was getting it in she sounds like she needed a chaperone she probably did when she, she probably offered the kids y'all want some too look man you can't offer the children alcohol when she was questioned by authorities right said she drank two bottles of diluted vodka and threw them in the trash police said they found empty water bottles which smell like alcohol <laughs> <laughs> now that's an alcoholic she planned her shit out she brought water, water bottles. bottles full of vodka i gonna be sure it could be clear too asphalt infant uh sterling says Aww. tar baby for those who don't know a wild white of west virginia blacker than a fat person's in the thighs one <laughs> one who carries a bag filled with gouda and privilege one who chases her malt liquor with kool-aid and watermelon White people getting cooler as they get drunker, so she's defiantly black. Oh, uh, got slizzard what with it? Black one who drinks cheddar cr- Ciroc. Black crafting chills cus- cousin. Correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. It was a white woman. Yeah. All right, let's do another one. Let's do another one. I, I got time. Um, I got a job, and that's how the cookie <laughs> crumbles. Portia grows twenty one. Was arrested because she allegedly had a crack cookie in her vagina. Maybe this was the two dollars that Cookie Monster needed to get this kind of cookie. The so what meant? So did she bake it? She did she put crack in the in the in the uh, cookie dough? I don't understand. Who knows, Karen? It's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Northwest Florida Daily reported a sheriff's deputy in Okaloosa County, Florida, pulled over the Evergreen, Alabama resident. See, it's the state. Chill keeps saying it's the people, but the state attracts the people. She's not even from Florida. She just brought her ratchetness in. It's imported. Um, resident for allegedly faulty tag lights on March 9th. The deputy says he spotted a marijuana blunt on the floor and took gross in custody. The female jail employees conducted a cavity search and say they discovered pieces of crack cocaine cookie hidden in gross's genitals. That is gross in those genitals. Uh, uh, a cookie is crack cocaine that has been formed into a round disc, typically around three inches across. According to the National Drug Intelligence Center, a cookie can usually sell between $900 to $1,000. Oh, the, oh, so they make it look like a cookie? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she literally stuck a cookie in her coochie? Yeah, she must wow. have. Wow. It, it was a coochie cookie. Yeah, it was. It must have been the five o'clock crack giveaway. <laughs> Ah. um gross is facing multiple she got, she got some crack in her crack mm-hmm. hey. yeah. uh i guess they got to it just in the crack of time <laughs> won't be fooled again gross is facing multiple drug charges at her court days april 9th she isn't the first lady and then they go into some other ridiculous shit with drugs and vaginas uh, let's check the the chat room and see what the race is one whose vagina is also known as a negro bush <laughs> that's a good one uh cracker ass crackhead T- two cracks wasn't enough she needed a third cricket boo that's no carnal dish i've ever seen heard of black this what this is what casey anthony is doing in her free time white oh nigger bish uh <laughs> pussy be yanking black let oh. me let me tell you something you may not know about me joe rogan i smoke rocks mooley black Cookie often has a double meaning. Guess this one was chocolate chip and crackadamia nut black. <laughs> crackadamia <laughs> nut. That's good. Vrant. Um, the correct answer is black. It was a black woman. And uh, how could you tell it was a black woman, Karen? 
crack. Crack. Yeah. Time, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. white folks is cocaine. Mm-hmm. So all it took for you was crack. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last one. A pimp has been accused of forcing a 13 year old prostitute to have his name tattooed on her eyelids when she threatened to run away. Oh my. Roman Thomas III was arrested in Miami after the girl was branded with his street name, Suave, on one eyelid and House on the other to denote that she belonged to him. So. Sure, it wasn't the record label Suave House? I know. That's what I'm about to say. Suave House Bad Boy. You know. Oh, no. I guess not. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, He is accused of pimping the girl who had not been identified through an online advertising site as a who has uh as a new girl to men wanting to have sex with children wow yep the woman the girl was allegedly plied with alcohol and drugs by thomas and a woman in the miami motel and coerced into prostitution thomas would be formally charged april 13th while a woman shantaria sanders 23 who has suave tattooed across her chest was also charged in the case so maybe she's the bottom bitch in this situation a lot of I times. think she is. That's who do stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the pair faces charges of human trafficking, false imprisonment, lewd and lascivious exhibition, and delivery of a controlled substance to a child. Thomas, who was meant to be wearing a ankle monitor as part of his probation, has a long criminal history, including counts of lewd and lascivious battery on a child. He is alleged to have met the 13-year-old girl at the USA flea market in Miami before persuading her to go with him to the motel where he was living. That's why you never let your little girls go to flea market by themselves. You can't trust it. Mm-mm. Pimps be out there. Let's see, pussy hollering at her. Yep. You bought some incense, and then they tried to buy that pussy. Mm-hmm. Thomas and Sanders are accused of taking provocative photographs of the girl before putting them on Backpage.com. Uh, they then charge men a hundred dollars an hour to have sex with her. Um, they are alleged to have wow. forced the girl to get tattoos after she threatened to leave. Their alleged crimes were uncovered when the girl's mother called police after tracking her daughter down and found her with Thomas. Um, this reminds me of the documentary Very Little Girls and what pimping really looks like. Cause a lot of people think pimping is on some like, like 1970s Goldie from the Mac shit. And very often what it actually takes place and what it actually ends up looking like is ignorant motherfuckers like basically kidnapping abducting and children forcing children, children into prostitution at ages right. of 13 and, and shit yeah, like that they kind of raise them up like that so when they get 20 21 25 you know they've been doing that for for about 10 15 years by then yeah and they're so and their mentality's all fucked up because they learn what love is from a pimp yep so you know there's uh, the, the watch very little girls it was streaming on netflix at the time hopefully it's still doing that but um if i were y'all i would watch very little girls uh it's somewhat sad and heartbreaking because you see like some of these girls can't help they don't want like they can't figure out how to make a regular life like stuff we yeah, take for granted, granted like going to school and getting a job that shit to them is like calculus yeah. and being a prostitute is all simple. they know yeah so uh, but anyway, guess the race, guys. Uh, of um, I have to scroll up, Mr. Suave, um, the pimp, Chocolate Giddy Up, Chocolate Giddy Up, one who brought who bought a pimp named Slickback's instructional DVD, Black Bishop Don Magic Wand, <laughs> a pimp named Slipback 
purple suit wearing nigger upper valley black white pumps have brandon irons black trini coon james <laughs> diamond in the back sunrooftop yeah. keeping it pi till i di black uh he really trying to get brent owen attention black one who views superfly as though it were an instructional video Aww. back page is notorious for escorts okay uh can't knock the hustle black uh white people be crazy uh one who who only wears stacy adams shoes correct answer is black it was a black dude mm-hmm. um all right man um so basically our announcement for the show uh before we get out of here is we're going five days a week starting saturday. saturday we're gonna go saturday through wednesday the show's gonna be shorter though a lot shorter uh probably be about an hour to an hour and a half every day mm-hmm. um with, of those five days if you're not following us on spreecast already you might want to yep. uh because that's how you get emails for when the show's going live yeah we're going to try to stagger the time so that we give guests as many opportunities as possible yep. to be on the show because so sometimes that we are better. Did, yeah, and people that we um, we want to get on from the other coast, it's easier uh, for them if we rearrange times for them. And, you know, we still the Saturday is going to be the feedback show. That day's not going to change. Yeah, we're going to announce some more changes and stuff, too. Uh, we'll be adding some, um, some shows and stuff that we'll be having as premium content and We'll get a service for everybody to be able to subscribe to if they want to do that and hear those shows. Um, and that way we can actually, uh, count on certain money and stuff like that and, um, provide a service for it. Um, uh, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully everybody steps up and comes out and helps us, uh, you know, by signing up and I already get, I'm doing some changes to the website, so I'm already getting people asking about, like, what's this premium content? How do I get it? So hopefully uh, this is something that people want, and, um, you know, we can sign up maybe 100 people or so, and that would uh, really be awesome. Um, but uh, until then, uh, we're just going to go ahead and start the new five-day-a-week week. service uh, yeah. so, uh, schedule and uh, see what you guys – see if you guys like that. Yep. Um, so yeah, follow us on Spreecast. There's a follow button, a like button, whatever. If you want to get the emails that tell you when we're going live, when we're scheduling shows, yeah, you really Spreecast, need to do that. Yeah, Spreecast would probably be the best way for those you do live. And I think a lot of people are going to like the, uh, scheduling, uh, that we do. And, and some people go, I can't get in live. I'm at work. So we try to work around those things. Yeah. And I'm not answering the what time is the show question a hundred times mm-hmm. a day. So. Nope. I'm gonna need you guys to really be on it, yep. like like the Spreecast page, or you know, um, or if not, just to keep an ear to the streets. Yeah, but if you go um, to the website, yeah, yeah, we'll try to schedule the shows in advance so that you guys know for you know a week earlier when we're doing shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I can't wait to do it. It's gonna Me be either. interesting. Yeah, this is something we've been talking about for a while. We've been kind of hashing it out. We finally said, you know what? Let's go ahead and give people five days a week. Yeah. So uh yeah, our sponsors, shout out our productions, uh the audio packs, you can get uh four audio plays for two dollars. The packs are ratchet and ignorant. Go look them up. We're in both of them and I think you'll enjoy them. Um, don't forget also adamandeve.com code TBGWT 50% off of one item, free shipping, three free DVDs and free secret gift that no one knows about, but you and Adam and Eve. That's it. Um, I think that's about it. So until Saturday morning, when we do our feedback show and start our new five day a week schedule, um, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.